0: This is Justin Smith of Palmetto Coast Exotics.
1: And this is Jacob Brass with Longleaf Fertilia, and you are listening to
0: the Herpeticulture Podcast, which is part of the
1: Herpeticulture Network. Enjoy. I feel so bad. I, like- I, so bad. Like I
0: was going gonna- to. That to you much earlier today, but I was like at work and it's crazy. Like, like, at my lunch, I was like, I can even make a graphic graphic. It's a bit, a bit crazy. crazy.
2: Man, it's really hard to hear you guys. For real? Yeah. Even without
0: the headphones?
2: You said go try to get some other headphones.
0: I so said, even without the
1: headphones,
2: yeah. If, you t- if you're talking like that, I can hear you.
1: Okay, maybe we might just. How about now? You hear that? All right, it's better. Okay, what might, God, I don't know what's going on. I might, might just have to speak up a little bit. On this one. Do you
3: have any wired
2: headphones? Uh. I don't even know if I have a wired port on this phone.
1: <laughs>
3: like yeah. Yeah, I
2: use these headphones every single day, you know. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I ha- I just have the same problem with my like uh, my wireless headphones. I can't you know, like whenever I do. Oh, a podcast, wait
3: a second. Like, you know what it is. An idiot.
0: On, yep, that's why it's on the internet. <laughs> What? I it should be better now.
1: Can you hear us now better? Yeah. What was it?
0: I had the it was picking up on it was I had the input as the computer mic and not these mics, so we can hear ourselves fine because it's monitored in through the interface.
1: Yeah, I but was it, like, what is going on? <laughs> I was like, I can get fine. I like, yeah, what? I was like, man, this we is go. weird. Okay, now so we're was good. all in a, All right, Jake let's Abbey roll with this.
2: Flustered. God, and got Jesus. Me. I'll
1: be going. Yeah, see me being here now. I've been doing this from home for so many weeks, and then I feel yeah, like I we haven't I've done. Your,
0: I've had your camera pointed at the wall forever, and your <laughs> mic all folded in, and
1: we haven't done a, There's
0: dust on his seat. It's also been like
1: what three weeks since the THP episode. I think the cat's been,
0: been Cat's been in that chair more than you have. Oh, jeez.
1: Well, things have been crazy. Okay, they have been crazy. They've and been busy. Gas prices are going up. and I, and I live thirty minutes away, so. Gonna try to go to like every other week thing, though, of doing it from home one week and then coming here one week because I do prefer to be here, but it is expensive.
0: Well, it's also nice to be able to just like log in and do your thing,
1: you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's also nice to come see you, buddy. Thank
0: you. Yeah. Even though you you won't take the Barons with you?
1: No, I won't take the Barons with me. Okay. I'm already getting a Baron.
0: Oh, anyways. Regardless of what's going on, we're back. This is episode 178. Eight. Yeah, it saw. is 178 what... of the Hippopotculture podcast, which is brought to you by Black Box Cages. Check them out: Facebook, Instagram, BlackBoxCages.com. Best of the best. Got the ackies all set up. Had to make some adjustments. Ooh. Put in the new la- the new lay box. They got like a five gallon tote lay box now. Uh.
1: so
0: i had to like completely rearrange the cage how i had it set up initially still got to edit the video and put that up of the whole process
1: yeah i need to come in and see it before i leave today
0: and uh come check it out they're loving it man like the i think it was the female i turned on the lights this morning and she just like half of her body was hanging off the shelf just under right under the heat bulbs nice just soaking it up so is she
2: pretty handleable or no there's tractable? there's
0: they're still uh they're still pretty pretty um shy so
2: you've only had them for what a year or two
0: it's been i think i actually it was just a year as of like a week or two ago
2: yeah you keep working on it monitors just take a while.
0: I'm hoping that this this bigger cage will feel a little more secure because they'll have more places to sort of hide and stuff, and they'll sort of build some confidence up. They're they're on like they're kind of they're they're on the edge. Like they will come, like they know that I have food, and so they'll yeah. come up to the glass and they'll like scratch at it and stuff. But as soon as I open that door, they're like, "Oh, never mind," and take off. Yeah, if
2: they have a a place to retreat where they could like shove themselves in something mm-hmm. tight, they love that. You know, it helps them build that confidence knowing that you can't just go in there and grab them out. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's wild. I mean, there's a like a smaller flat, not a piece of slate or anything, but it's a smaller, flatter rock that's in there. And the female somehow like decided that was her spot. Balloons She's, up. I don't know how she got in there, man. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. But the the <laughs> ability that they can shove themselves in such thin areas.
2: Yeah, I know. It's crazy. It's wild. Yeah, it's cool. I, I You know, I have the, the green tree monitors too in there. Yeah, they could fit through. I had a, a hole in the middle divider for like my thumb so i could slide it up and out for the door and when i first put the females in there they would slip through the hole you know and it was only about like an inch (laughs) diameter they can't do that now but
0: yep they uh they went from like a 50 gallon equivalent Tub with a, a python portal from Brahms on the front to a four foot by two foot by two foot black box cage. Yeah, lizards so, grow fast. They do, man. It's unbelievable. Like looking at pictures from when I first got them, they were so small. And now I'm like, what the hell? Like, it's like you blink yeah. and they're, you know, they're huge. A
2: lot of lizards could breed at like, you know, a year or two years old.
0: Mm-hmm. So I've heard it's, it's If I recall, someone said ackeys have bred at really young ages. Yeah, like, like I've six seen months, the, a year. I've seen the male chase the girl around before, and she, she, it was, wasn't happening for him. I can tell you that. And she wasn't, she wasn't allowing it. Yeah. So. But he's oh, been yeah. trying. No. I don't know. We'll see.
2: Yeah. With the temperatures dropping here up here in the Pacific Northwest, I'm starting to see my, my male, mm-hmm. he's interested in the female again. I don't mm-hmm. want him to breed quite yet. I just have a lot going on. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah.
2: Well,
0: where'd yes. go? He, I think he had a, a phone call. Real quick. Oh, he's back there. He is. Uh, Jesus, I thought you were a podcast host. I'm sorry. It
1: was important. Good. I'm sorry. I'm here.
0: What did the, uh, the herpes test come back negative?
1: Yeah, luckily.
0: Okay, we're good.
3: <laughs> he said we're good. <laughs> it's just uh, a cold sore. We're yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. So, blackbosscages.com. Check them out. Um, we both have cages and racks from them, and we love
1: them. Can't they're, say no good things They're about the freaking best, man. Um, if you want to see how good they are, you can go on our YouTube channel. We did a video showing all my equipment from them, um, and it is it just shows you how awesome the it is. The craftsmanship is bar none, man. The cages. I mean, are... I've
2: been looking at those. They look nice.
1: Yeah, dude. They're they're absolutely fantastic. Um,
2: there's so many companies going out of business right now, you know, but black box, their look is just clean. I like
1: that, man. And it's so sturdy, man, you know, and Justin, you know, having built this one, I mean, it's I've gotten, so like I've gotten flat packs from another company before and like, they just turned out like not that good like there's always something super tight you know like i have Mm -hmm. to latch i have to latch the two ends before i can latch the one in the middle or it catches you know all that crap but you know Justin's is just just as good as the one that i got because i have a three by two by two cage from them and um like that was obviously immaculate but him having built his it came out exactly the same i was amazed i didn't
0: screw it up at any point while i was building it because yeah I'm i'm not good at at that kind of stuff like building things yeah. and following instructions I, clearly uh, and so the fact that i could put it together and i didn't have a single like screw go weird or like go at an angle it wasn't supposed to or yeah. have any extra screws or extra gaps and things i shouldn't have like it was if i can do it
3: leftover over yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: no i'm a contractor uh... and i still i still mess it up all the time too i'm like <laughs> a you know, I just snap things in half all the time. Yeah, you know, I'm a big guy, so I don't need <laughs> to. But My yeah, Dad's an engineer. You would through.
0: think I would get some sort of genetic feedback there, and I got I got anything that involves like math, I got none of it. Yeah, like it's yeah. rough. Um, so check out Blackbox, and then if you need some awesome Venom hot sauce, go to com. Uh, if you get the hot sauces from Steve, you're helping him with all of his public education, public outreach, uh, relocations. He does rescues. He just recently, I think, got an iguana that seems like he's having a lot of fun with. Oh, really? Yeah, it was. He got a picture of it, like licking his face oh. like a dog.
1: Oh, I need to look at that. I've been so bad about Instagram and all that stuff, dude. i been... I'm over it. Uh, yeah, social media is exhausting, but
0: I go through. I don't know about y'all, but I go through sort of waves where I'm like, yeah, it's cool. And then I go through periods where I'm like, delete it all. Like, just destroy, <laughs> find the main computer, find the server that, that they operate, operate off of and destroy it. Yeah, Save humanity. Just yeah. wipe it.
1: Yeah, I've been in a it's been it's actually been a while. I definitely like obviously when I went through my sabbatical, I wasn't posing at all for like a year, but even lately, dude, I've just been like I've been so busy with everything else, like I don't like I find myself having to think about taking the time to go make a post and do stuff, you know. And I don't
0: know. I'm definitely uh, not not on it as much as I was when I was working you know, at the shop because I'm yeah, you're like, actually work five,
1: you're I'm, actually I'm working now. <laughs> yeah no and that's that's the other thing work's been freaking nuts you know i've been non-stop at work and then i get home and i'm dealing with snakes non-stop and then by the time i'm done dealing with snakes my girl's home and i want to hang out with her so it's just and i try not to be on my phone a lot when you know we're hanging out you know we try i you know take our time and stuff so it's it's just been you know just social media kind of hits the back burner and you know if i have a little time i get on there and you know i try and message people as often as possible but you know me and me and skylar message you know almost daily but he'll message me and i'll take like two days to respond because i just haven't been on there you know and i don't know yeah. it's, i mean
0: it's to the point now where katie like katie will text me and she won't hear back from me for like three hours because yeah. i'm just at work like yeah don't Busy. even feel my phone going off just yep. constant so yeah um we have some new shirts available. Jake is wearing one. Uh, new THP shirts I have. So a lot of them went really fast. Yeah, that was, was, kinda, very, was actually was really surprised. cool. I'm not going to lie. Um, and of course...
1: You sold the one you were going to make for you were supposed to make for was, me. It uh,
0: was all the larges and extra larges that were the first to go. Yeah. And now I have a bunch of smalls. <laughs> so lesson learned there. Um. <laughs> Which I should have known in the first place because I tell people at work all the time don't get too many of the extreme sizes. Yeah. Yeah. Stick, keep to the middle. And I didn't do that because I was like, you know, smalls will go, medium, sure. No. Nah. Medium, large, extra large. M-
1: Not and all dough. of
0: that military green was the first one to, to really too yeah i would have thought more, more
1: people <laughs> yeah yeah i see i saw that so like i get all the notifications like justin does all the messaging so like i try to stay out of it but i get all the notifications from people messaging and i saw yours that like, you got the you got the military green one and i was like all right, yeah, that's that's yeah stoked you saw- got big boy sizes too so yeah man <laughs> yeah so but yeah man i'm super stoked about everybody um Picking up shirts, man, especially because like, dude, these are, these are so much better than Teespring ones that yeah. we got. Teespring hurt like, yeah. the, the quality of this, there's so much more detail in everything, like in the snake. And then I noticed the, the THN logo you put up top there. That's, uh, that's new from, uh, the last shirt round of shirts we sold because when we were doing that, they weren't, uh, we weren't a network yet. Um, so but yeah, I'm super pumped about these things, man.
0: And they were made by me. Yeah.
1: By hand. I still want an ice gray one whenever. I'm yeah.
0: I'm gonna so I ordered some navy ones. I'm gonna do navy with that same yellow on it, because that always seems like a nice combination. And then Hmm. I got one they call the color they called it natural, which I don't know what that means. Skin. That's that's I hope not.
1: (laughs) You're just gonna look like you're you're just gonna look like you're naked with a THP logo on you. It's going to be great.
0: Uh, the military green ones, I'm definitely going to, the next round are definitely going to be having rid of those because a lot of people, and I guess it kind of makes sense because military green is kind of a color that works for just about everybody.
1: Yeah, it looks good on but, a lot of people. So,
0: And I know a lot of people are kind of getting away from black. I will never get away from black shirts.
1: I love black shirts. I like gray. I'm very partial to gray. I went with sand for my personal, like my long leaf shirts because I, I like the tan color kind of goes with the long leaf aspect of things um so i went with that but i always i love black and i love gray That's like my staple but yeah i'm surprised more people didn't get like the classic because like these are kind of what like this is what the actual logo kind of looks like is yellow, yellow you know black. so i'm surprised more. maybe people they didn't already know. have one of the it's original. If, I, yeah, if I they do. got one of the original ones. Ah, teespring, Godspeed, ah, man. Godspeed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you probably can't hardly see the logo anymore on that sucker. Guys. I had a few. No, it's, it's that not teespr- bad.
0: Teespring that I washed them in the, like, within, like, two washings. The the art and the ink had completely just disappeared. Yeah.
1: Just my my original THP one, it, it's still holding up, like, all right. I didn't lose any of the, um, like, the logo yet, but. The one that I got, they sent it to me, and, like, the logo is, like, this weird lime green color, and it was supposed to be yellow, and I was like, w- what the fuck? <laughs> like, this isn't right at all, you know, like, so, um, yeah, so, I don't know. It's, it's, it is any, what it is. If
0: anyone is looking to get shirts made, hit me up.
1: And I'm probably going to do a round of longleaf shirts if anybody is interested here soon. I'm probably going to do a make the order first. So if uh, anybody wants those at me up, I'm going to make a list first and then probably place the order. That way I'm not getting a bunch of extras that people don't need. Like me. Um, yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Yeah, pretty much. Like let me know what you want. Give me a couple weeks. I'll get them made and send them all out. So probably going to make a post about that soon. So cool. look out for it.
0: Well, this week, if you're watching this, then you already know who we're joined by. If you're listening to this, uh, we are joined by Mr. Randy Pigways. Piggies. Yes. Yeah. I, he told me that last time. And I just... <laughs> That's all first right.
1: I, first time. I, I always tell people
2: time. it's like the three little piggies. That's how it's pronounced.
1: <laughs> okay. And it was nice. me
2: and my, my two other brothers. So it was three of us. So
1: oh. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That works. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's all right. I get called brats all the time. Man. Even
0: I, even I call them that sometimes by I it just slips out.
1: Yeah. No, I
2: don't oh, it. Doesn't offend me at all.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I thought it was like pegs.
2: Yeah. Not, not how I said it, but I thought in it high was school pegs. they called me Pegasus because they just gave up, you know? <laughs> there you and go. And I was yeah. like,
3: all right,
2: we'll I'll see. Tell you,
1: you, you can take that. You know, <laughs> at least your last name isn't spelled like a fucking doll yeah um, but, <laughs> with the fucking big eyes <laughs> yeah no dude that i made mean, we made millions off that when that shit came out a suit or something dude That's i was crazy. pissed i'm not gonna lie. i was like Trey can Park? we not do something with to this like as a family like this <laughs> pack, stuff dude like come on so now like so i take a bunch of classes for work and we have to like introduce ourselves normally and uh <laughs> um, so whenever i type it out i'm like hey my name is jacob bratz and we'll in parentheses, disease. yeah, I know. In, in parentheses, I put pronounce like the sausage, not the doll. And, uh, yeah, people get the people get the hint. So. That's honey. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I pronounce it that way just because of like four years of Spanish in high school and college. It just naturally is. Like, yeah. Pegues is like what I. Yeah, yeah
2: pegas or Pegues. Yeah. But uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. What's happening? How's it? How's it up there in the the PNW?
2: Oh, well, I'm always busy, man. You know, I got five kids and two businesses and a room oh, full wow. of snakes and starting on fish tanks now too. And I just always do. I don't watch TV much. I just listen to podcasts is what I'm addicted to. And I just always do something. But yeah, that I got sounds, a lot of snakes
1: in here right now. Sounds like you don't have time for TV, man. Between the I don't snakes, have time and for anything. Five kids? Yeah. I didn't know you had five kids, man. That's yep. a that's a Three boys and two car. girls.
3: Nice, nice. That's awesome. Yep.
0: Yeah, I was good uh, with one.
2: <laughs> no, nah, it's crazy, man. People I, are like, "How do you do it?" And I'm like, "I don't know. Just one day at a time. I don't die and just go the next day."
1: <laughs> yeah, I just go every day without trying to lose my shit. <laughs> yeah, 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 really. Yeah, I feel that. But, I have zero kids. I, and, we uh,
0: struggle just to get one to school on time in the morning. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
2: I'm sure you get, you into get routine, in just uh, a rhythm, you know. Yeah. You just get into rhythm. However, like you, you're like, how am I going to do life with one kid? And you have one kid, and you figure it out. And you have a second kid, and you figure it out. It's going to be easy when they're out of the house, but you know, oh, yeah. right now it's it's a, a lot of work.
1: Nice. And so you, so you own two businesses.
2: Yeah, I'm a co-owner of, of two businesses: a small construction company, and then also a painting company.
1: Oh, nice painting! Where is yeah. where it's at, man? I know that. I know painting.
2: painting my painting business is doing pretty well
1: yeah that's awesome yeah i work in the i work in the construction field i'm your i'm your inspector in the field you
3: know oh Uh, fun love
1: you guys (laughs) my
2: inspector just texted me before i got on here approved (laughs) i'm like i better be freaking approved you were supposed to check it this morning
1: (laughs) nice nice do you guys deal with any stormwater stuff out there do you have like stormwater inspectors oh yeah oh yeah nice nice. Yeah, that, yeah that's what i do i'm a stormwater guy so oh, okay yeah I, I probably
2: wouldn't deal with you as much then I, I do a lot of work in the county you know but yeah
1: yeah no yeah. i ju- i just kind of sneak on site real quick make a quick walk around they, and they then...
0: hired him like that because he's small and he's fast. <laughs> like they don't even notice him he could be there for hours and they wouldn't <laughs> he can notice.
1: get in get out yeah oh yeah i mean like
0: between uh debris and stuff
1: oh yeah you've been
0: doing that for a while though right
1: yeah, I've been with I've been in stormwater for four years now. I've been an inspector for a little over two. Um, I've, I was on the uh, infrastructure side of things for a while, mapping out a lot of drainage and stuff like that. But I became an inspector a little over two years ago. Right So yeah, it's that's, been that's it's been for you, good. Man. Congrats. It's, busy as all get out i'm managing yeah. like 302 inspections right now um in that, my county yeah. <laughs> so that's it's, a hard yeah. job
2: to be man my yeah. brother's an energy inspector and and he always just gets the shit out of the stick you know like yeah. none of us like we get you it's your job you know but we don't want you there you know yeah, nobody no likes offense, but
1: <laughs> yeah no yeah. absolutely not taken. nobody likes us but yeah I'm, but luckily, it's got you
2: got it happen
1: yeah, luckily I've made a pretty good um, I, I've made a pretty good reputation with most of my, you know, contractors and they yeah. like me for the most part because I'm not heavy handed until they ignore me. And then, yeah. then I got then that's, I kinda have to be a dick. But you know, yep. if you if you respond to me, I'll respond to you and you know, we work together well. So yeah. You know, yeah, that's all that's that's it's needed, you know. To make it as painless as possible. Yeah. yeah Open communication. Like, yeah, no cuz if you if you screw me over then it's a whole lot more paperwork for me. So I don't mm, don't want to do that. So <laughs> you know. It is what well, it let's is. Talk but anyway. Yeah, as well say snakes. <laughs> that's what we're here for. Uh,
0: What's the so you know the usual intro yeah, stuff cuz I mean we've talked rundown. a bit over the you know over the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah. You want me yeah, just I don't... say
2: like how I got into it or
0: Yeah, yeah, just your
2: Sure. All right. Um so, I mean, I've, I've kind of just been into small animals my whole life, you know, like since I was a kid, my mom's always got me something. I, I remember asking for snakes as a young kid, but of course I always got the, no, you can't have snakes. So I had everything else, frogs, turtles, uh, mice. Uh, when I had mice, I just had this fascination of breeding them all the time. Right. So I just would breed them at a young age and then I'd I'd give them away to the pet store.
3: Oh, okay. Well, I, through,
2: yeah, through teenage years and stuff like that, you know, you kind of get out of that as much. But I still always loved animals. Mm-hmm. But um, when I was with my ex-wife, you know, I was just kind of feeling like everyone was like, "Well, what do you want for your birthday?" You know, and I was like, "I don't know." I don't know. And I just walked into a PetSmart and I was like, "I'm gonna get a python." Damn. And I just, I just set it up one day and then went onto YouTube this was probably like 2006 or 2007 and went onto YouTube and YouTube wasn't as like popular as it is now with everything, yeah. but there's still quite a bit of people on there. And yeah. I went jumped through those rabbit holes like crazy. <laughs> yeah.
1: I almost missed those days, man. Like it was, it wasn't the clickbait stuff, you know, yeah. like it was just like, it was content and everybody only it was cared just about, informer, you know, it was stuff. informational
2: yeah. stuff. Like we were just sharing our experiences. Most people didn't edit videos, you know, like you could probably still go on and see my old stuff. Please don't, but it's there, you know, but it was just me like showing like each animal I had, how I set them up, like how many people back in 2010 were showing Green Tree Python care videos or whatever, you know? So I did a couple of those, you know? Mm But, you know, once YouTube got that, like, sensationalized, it, I just lost taste. Because I'm not one of those trendy people, you know. I always want to go against the grain. That's just kind of how my personality is. Right. So, I mean, and, and I got ball pythons at first, too. Um, I got into those. They're they're awesome. They're, they're good snakes. I kind of fell in the rabbit hole of the morphs at first, you know, back in the day. Um, We're pie balls were still kind of the thing, you know, so I was just getting into some codoms and stuff like that. Um, but in conjunction with that, I was just kind of amassing a collection of other animals, uh, started breeding some leopard geckos and that was pretty easy and exciting for me to see like the whole process, you know? Uh, and then I wanted to breed the ball pythons. Uh, but I also, collect started collecting some green tree pythons on the side just some imports
3: mm-hmm.
2: so the imports um you know i was actually uh, had them all set up in my garage and it dropped in temperature outside so low that it was like 60 degrees inside my reptile room and i was freaking out you yeah. know like i couldn't I didn't have enough heat to keep everything going. Uh, You know, the the green tree pythons were kind of like drooped over their perches. I thought I was gonna lose everything. Mm -hmm. Um, But actually that sparked my males, you know, and they went crazy from there. Uh, And he just bred everything. And that's when I got my first clutch. I actually bred green tree pythons was the first snakes that I bred.
3: No way.
2: yeah, I bred That's chondros awesome. first, and in that same year, I produced ball pythons. The next year, I got rid of all the ball pythons.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Yeah. yeah, for it, sure,
2: for sure. They're they're cool. It's just it wasn't for me, you know. Like I just wanted a little bit more challenge, right? Um, Yeah. And no, the species and I, in itself.
1: Yeah, no, and I mean, we all, yeah, you know, we we. <laughs> I'm not going to say we talk smack about ball pythons, you know, but we, we yeah. throw in our little stuff there. But ball pythons are great animals, you know, like they're fantastic pets. Like they are, you know, it's they're hanging fruit. It's yeah, easy you to know. Do. They're they're yeah, great, sorry. you know. I have I have a ball python still, just a normal old spurge. Everybody knows about old spurge. People. Yeah, he just hangs out, okay. you know. But he's so he's so easy, man. If I just like, if I want, if somebody's over and they just want to hold a snake, want to hold a gonna, snake, yeah, yeah, that's not gonna run, be all crazy, whatever. <laughs> I'll take him out, put him in their hands, you know, like it's nothing, you know. And um, oh yeah, yeah. They're, they're, no. they're great snakes, but they're definitely not like once you once you really get into you know certain things yeah. you kind of out a little bit yeah no they're great yeah. for some people but you know it's completely understandable when you want to you know kind of mm-hmm. branch out a little bit but
2: yeah I mean yeah. that's that is a downfall for me you know like I have friends they're like hey can I bring my kid over and they can hold some snakes and I'm like they could try you yeah. know
1: <laughs> you have to sign this waiver beforehand though just so you can i mean i got some be... dominicans
2: and they'll probably I mean, they shit on bad. you and then i got Amazons, <laughs> they'll definitely bite you and yeah, green yeah. trees they'll bite you too you know yeah yeah no for sure but the bad. but the thing is 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 i work with the animals enough where i'm pretty confident with them and i can kind of let the kids hold it with me you know
0: yeah yeah
2: so I, I still let them come over, and then I have my kids. They all have their own little pets. So, like right now, there's some hognose and some splotched nice. Honduran snake, milk snakes, and some other stuff that my house snakes. My kids have some stuff. So
1: nice, man. That's that's really cool that you get your kids involved in that. You know. Oh yeah, that.
2: they they don't have a choice. They come. <laughs> with, it's all the expos with me and stuff. You know, I've been vending since like 2011 or something like that. Nice. So. Yeah, even, even though I don't like do the business thing, you know, like a lot of people get into it, this is like fun for me. So I just right. piggyback off friends, you know, and we just do shows together and I help them out and they help me out and we just have a good night. <clears throat> good weekend.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome, man. I feel like with the kid thing, like it's either it's either one way, one extreme or the other. Like they're either mm-hmm. super, they're either super into the reptiles. They love it because you know their parents are into it, or their parent is into yeah. it or whatever. Or they're like, no, I'm good. Like not my thing. Like dad, you can have that. You know, like so yeah, it's cool. It's cool that they, I, got, they got into it.
2: They there's a definite mix, you know. Like my son Zeke, he's like, like no, nah, I'm not into the animals. You know, he has a <laughs> I, tortoise, yeah. but. He doesn't want to take care of it, you
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's all. So,
2: good. but the other ones, you know, they. My son Landon like collects. He has a whip scorpion and a tarantula. Oh, and, wow. And I'm not really into that stuff, but I can't be a hypocrite, you know. So yeah, I'm like, no. okay, well, do your research, and we'll figure out which one won't escape and freak me out, you know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> what,
0: tarant- what tarantula does he have right now?
2: Um, I think it's a Phonephelma or the brown yeah texas brown maybe
0: yeah oklahoma brown something
2: like that something like that
0: yeah Yeah, i mean those are cool yeah we got it from a spider
2: shop Mm -hmm. he comes up to the local shows so you know landon talked to him and they went through and they were holding each spider and and he kind of because he wanted uh, a red knee but he kind of talked him out of it you know he's like oh if you want to hold it you know let's go this route so he did Mm -hmm. really well with him
0: that's yeah, good. seeing some of those in Texas was cool because that was the first like yeah. I've ever seen in the wild. And like, just how big did seeing they get? Them up, Not very, no, um, like diameter wise,
2: like his is maybe like
0: that yeah, big. That's, that'd be about an adult. Oh, okay, yeah, they don't get huge, Eat, like a
2: cockroach, birds. and that's about it,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: My my first and only experience handling a tarantula was a buddy of mine in Texas. He was living at um he was going to Texas A and M in uh, Corpus Christi, and uh, he was living in a dorm and he was keeping a pink toe in there. He wasn't supposed to have anything like that. Uh, Yeah, and it was like he was like, "Dude, come on, man, she's chill." You know, you can hold it. I was like. "Eh." I uh, really yeah. spiders you know but like i eventually like grew a set and you know i had him put it in my hand and it, it was actually really cool like definitely not it something yeah definitely not something i'm gonna seek out but like it really changed my perspective like if something's yeah. chill we'll just kind of you know go around like i'm cool with it and it was actually re- it was really neat you know i haven't held one since well but, how many know,
2: times do we tell people you know like the other version the other side of snakes you know like hey snakes aren't that bad and we're over here saying spiders are horrible <laughs> you know
3: like there's, yeah
2: there's another side to them too we're just not used to
1: yeah i always tell um tell people that like you know whenever i'm into the snakes you know we get into it and i'm like yeah those arachnid people though they can stay over there <laughs> you know oh, the centipedes. oh, yeah. Yeah, oh the god no. centipedes, <laughs> man. can't do that can't do centipedes nope <laughs> but yeah I used, to, I used to live in
2: corpus too man i i lived oh, really? um yeah i went to grant middle school and then uh flower bluff when i lived on the base nice nice yeah, yeah
1: i lived in Corpus, a nice area
2: South yeah, it, Island and stuff.
1: it's cool it was a little too a little too busy for me you know i lived yeah, there me for too. all of i lived there for all of six months um Move there for a girl. That's a whole other thing. To not did not work out obviously because I was only there for six months. Yeah,
2: shit happens, man. Uh,
1: yeah, but uh, no, it was a uh, it's a it's a cool city. It's a small. It's I, I say it's a small big city. You know, yeah. Like it, it has its moments, but when you're a small town guy like me and you have to drive complete offense all day every day, yeah, it's uh, not really my cup of tea. You know, yeah. But, uh, I'm not a, city a cool, Yeah, no, definitely a cool place though. I definitely want to go mm-hmm. back eventually to see the. Place. Place, but um yeah no and see chris Payne. Yeah, that's where yeah. he lives uh chris chris is in corpus which you know i thought oh was yeah that's right i thought it was wild that i lived there for so long and now i know him and i'm like fuck i wish i would have known you back then because <laughs> i wouldn't yeah him but him they have all
2: those strict laws there you couldn't keep a lot of the stuff you keep yeah. now
1: yeah no and it was so when i was there they had those laws and i had no idea like zero clue when i moved there about these laws yeah. i had m- multiple carpet pythons shipped to me in court, <laughs> like multiple not just like one or two like i'm talking yeah. five six seven well, carpets who would have thought, you know yeah like i just i didn't think anything of it you know and then all of a sudden like i so i got a job at the pets mart out there and uh just because like i couldn't find work anywhere else so i you know got there part time sure. and um i was like yo why aren't there any ball pythons here like everybody all pet smarts have ball pythons and they're like you can't have ball pythons here and i'm like oh fuck like I'm, oh yeah I, I need to not talk about the stuff that i keep <laughs> to people
0: <laughs>
1: yeah you know so yeah, um, but i
0: mean i doubt realistically someone to be like oh i heard this guy's got a carpet python so i'm calling the cops
1: yeah no it's worth, know, i wonder it's how
2: big of a deal it really like, is you know it's not but a it's not, not worth not like testing a, it out
1: no, it's not like on a federal level, like it's literally like a county, it's a county ordinance, you know, right. it's not like the cops are going to come pound down your door, you know, it's right. like, it's a county ordinance thing. So it's, I don't know, not condoning it. Like if you can't keep stuff in your city, don't keep it. Like always be right. conscious of that. I'm not condoning doing this. I, like I said, I had no idea, but by the time I did know, I wasn't going to sell all the crap that I had just bought. So Well, no, so, yeah. <laughs> And plus, I was still a semi new keeper back then, but you know, that's is what it is back in the day, back in the day, back in the papayan days, or oh (laughs) Oh, man, people never forget you had to do it, you (laughs) had to do it. I've been
2: listening since the beginning, you know,
1: (laughs) 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 yeah, no, man, nobody's brought that long time listener, first time caller, yeah, yeah. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that was uh wow that was a long time ago but no that was uh that was back when i called them ijs and stri- strictly Erie and jayas you yeah. know like i didn't know them as pop when so Oh, it's all good didn't know them as pop when, so we started the podcast Call and back them IJs, but well, i just what was even more funny is
2: is smitty over there not saying anything like looking like is he just
1: playing or yeah, nobody said anything. I'm like, then finally somebody was like, Yo, who's the dumbass saying Papaya and huh? you know? And I'm like, dude, yeah. you knew this the whole time. You
2: I, didn't say anything. I thought I was saying it wrong. I was like, wait, <laughs> what?
1: Yeah, no. Thank, it for said like that Thanks for bringing that up. Now I'm going to get a bunch yeah, of Yeah, sorry. I just a little
2: jab. Yeah,
1: no. Everybody, <laughs> that, that one kind of fell off, and I finally was not known as the Papine guy. But, finally. Yeah. No, that's going to come up again. Oh, jeez. I've already explained
0: my, my, I've already told my side of the story, all right?
1: Yeah, your side of the story is your douche, and that's all there is <laughs> to it. <laughs> but, we will do but, better. Yeah, that's neither here nor there. That is,
0: you know, that was like almost coming up on five years ago.
1: That's Holy crazy. Shit. That's crazy, Wild. man. Yeah, wow. if you would have told me five years ago we'd still be doing this on a he- episode one hundred and seventy eight, I'd been like, yeah, okay, that's not gonna happen. No, yeah, that's awesome. Very glad it did though. Very glad we are Boys still here. Boys
0: to men. <laughs> yeah. No,
2: I always know. enjoy listening to you guys yeah thanks man yeah glad to know you've been a
1: listener since day one man that's uh oh yeah i feel like we don't have like a whole lot of those anymore you know we've got a handful of people that really you know heard us from the beginning but you know i feel like most of our listeners kind of you know they go back and listen to all the old ones but uh
2: no i'm just like a lurker you know know? i'll just put something on and i'll do something so i don't like comment a lot and stuff but i'm always listening
1: nice man Love it, He's definitely. Always watching. <laughs> definitely yeah. appreciate the it's support, like the man. Sleep
0: paralysis.
1: Yeah, no problem, Demon man. thing. Like Santa Claus. Lurking.
0: So did you guys I am sorry, I had to my dad came, he got a corn snake from me that he was keeping at work and it wouldn't eat consistently. And so he wanted to come trade it for another one. So oh jeez. Well, he decided to <laughs> decided to show up at you know eight thirty, but um, did you guys talk about collection stuff yet?
1: Yeah, no, so uh, he's uh, oh, no. He, he's very similar to you, man. Oh, first... he
0: likes nothing but awesome stuff. No. Well, I mean, yeah, that, pretty yeah, much.
1: but the, also the first things he ever produced were Chondros. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: I yeah, know you yeah, produced, produced like
2: Chondros but... and then Ball Pythons the same year, and the next year I sold all the Ball Pythons. <laughs> but yeah, I bred Chondros four times, but only three times successfully. In uh, 2014, I was going through like a bad, like custody battle, divorce. Mm. So I just sold everything I sold. Oh, wow. I sold everything in 2014. And uh, my current wife that I'm with now, you know, she she remembers all some of the snakes that I had because uh, she was kind of like at the tail end of it. But um, she said, well, why don't you just get another snake? you know? And so in 2018, she bought me, uh, an Amazon Truebo from a birthday. Nice. And from her, I just like, <laughs> I was like, I could do this again. Yeah. You know?
1: all, all gas, no breaks.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. Like I just went like just between on. 2018. And so I was still on cams, like from Bushmasters mailing list. Cause I mm-hmm. used to get stuff from him wholesale and clean it up. Cause I have a vet friend here and she'll just come to my house and she'll, She'll help me out with whatever. She's a like an equine vet, but she likes to learn new things. So she comes over and checks my animals and gives me the meds I need. And then I'd keep the ones I wanted and I'd sell them, you know, sell the, the ones I didn't. And that's how I kind of got some money to put back into the hobby. Because things get expensive, you know. But yeah. it's just crazy over the last two years how the prices have gone, you know. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, like yeah, I
2: think... I Cam on Bushmaster. I used to be able to get garden Amazon tree bows for twenty dollars and coloreds for sixty. And cool. uh, green tree pythons, I could wow. get BX for one hundred and seventy-five, mm. and any other locality was two
1: twenty-five. Holy smokes, man! Yeah, that's yeah. that's. But nuts. he wouldn't
2: send me any pictures. He just said, "Order over five hundred dollars. Put money in my Chase bank account." And then they'd be at my house the next day. Yep, it was so sketchy, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I mean I don't yeah, think you. But- I don't think you're you. You're in that part of the industry as long as he's been, and not be. You know, at least for the most part, yeah. E- you know, legit and easy to yeah. work with, and yep. you know, so.
1: Yeah, and let's face it, if you're, you know, if you're getting bulk animals, you're not going to get a picture of every single one of them. So, no. that's that's definitely. No, he you wouldn't know, even
2: look, look at the animals cuz I would get him and <laughs> oh, like so he they'd have ticks on their face and mites oh, and yeah, yeah, some of them would be really rough, you know, but I was I was prepared for that, you know, when I first got oh, into it yeah. again, froze. I said I'm going to start off with all my yeah. imports first and I'm going to get them all cleaned up and then I'm going to start cherry picking my high-end stuff and I'm just going to quarantine in my room before I bring it into the the main room. And so that's what I did. mm -hmm. I just started amassing a collection like that.
1: Yeah. That's a great way to do it, man. You know? and and, Yeah. yeah, Well, I was
2: able to kind of think about it before I went into this next time before I did the kind of Noah's Ark thing where you just get like twosies of everything, you know, Mm -hmm. right. We all kind of do that.
0: Yeah. Well, you also think you were in a kind of a good position having left it and we're coming back to it because you kind of knew where you would want to start there. Like if Mm -hmm. you think about it, like if I completely restarted from zero knowing what I know
2: now, like
0: I, there's a a lot would probably be different, you know, like things wouldn't, would not be the same. I'm sure. but Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm fortunate up here too. Like there's some really good local guys. Like, Mark Goyer, like that guy is freaking awesome. I love Mark, you know, and then uh, Ryan Young and Nick Mutton. Like these guys are all local to me, like since I've been going way back in the day. Wow. Yeah. So I've known them for a long time. So yeah. anytime I, I came back in, you know, I'd reach out to them and they would, they they'd sell local people animals a little bit easier than some of the other people because it's easy. You know, you can just take yeah. it to a show and, and handshake and moved across the table yeah but yeah those those guys you know that's kind of where i went to first to start building my collection again yeah. uh and then Dayton croydon he's in portland and you know his addiction with the amazons just rubbed off of me at first i didn't get it you know i really liked the Condros, <clears throat> and i always made fun of nick mutton for uh you know playing with his his carpet pythons because <laughs> I was kind of jaded to carpet pythons because of Nick, because he's just there's so many people that has have carpet pythons up here. <laughs>
3: no, <laughs> yeah.
2: So he'd never sell them to me, but I bought some Amazons from him. And he's like, Why are you gonna buy Amazons over at carpets? you know, and I told him, I said, Well, mm-hmm. a lot of people that I sell green tree pythons to, they have a hard time keeping them, but they like that aesthetic of having an arboreal, colorful snake. Mm-hmm. So if they're not ready, I want to start them off with Amazons first because Amazons are really hardy. Mm -hmm. You know, they're digest, they digest food a lot quicker. Uh, They respond a lot quicker to things. Like even if a snake is really bitey, I can usually get that snake turned around a lot easier than I can a chondro. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah.
3: for sure.
2: Yeah. Cause I mean, their bites, they're so predictable and they're just a nervous snake. And then once you kind of learn that, You can kind of go in there with the confidence like, hey, you don't need to be like that. And let's just kind of move the snake, you know, how you're supposed to and not just be nervous around it. And the snakes pick Mm -hmm. up on those kind of things.
1: Well, I must not know how to read snakes very well (laughs) because goddamn the only Amazons we dealt with. Boy, that was not a predictable snake at all. I had one. I had I had one like coming up like this was one of the females that Justin had when we had a group. And like I was real calm, real easy, and she kind of like started like nosing up to me, you know, just kind of raising her head up. So I just held my hand out, you know, like I'll let you come to me. I'm not gonna grab you. She got close to me and literally just like got to the palm of my hand and whap, just whacked me on the palm. Uh And I was like, "You bitch! (laughs) Like
0: what was that? Like you didn't?" That I do have to give him credit for, because that snake completely was like just checking him out. Yeah, it seemed so in the half minute, like.
1: Yeah, yeah it was completely right. calm you know up, up to that point you know and it was like nope you're done like and i was like well, what in the world man like for me carpets they let you know they let yeah. you know when they're gonna whack, you whack your shit yeah you mm-hmm. know they're they're not they, they don't mess around but those amazons boy they're sneaky they're sneaky man i don't, I don't they, they can
2: it's, be you know but it just like you guys have seen the like things i put out on instagram before of me holding the snakes like They, I think, they just build their confidence off of mine. You know, like I go in there, and they know that even if they did bite me, like I'm still gonna do what I need to do. Right. You know, so it's not really worth it to them anymore. You know, they're risking more by throwing their face at me than me just going in there grabbing them. You know. Right. Right.
1: For sure.
0: That's man. That's a a species that I've always. That's that's always sort of. I've always had a soft spot for. You've always loved them. Since, yeah, since seeing there was an article in reptiles back in like early 2000s that Mike Heinrich wrote. Yeah. And ever since I was that a had, lurker in Amazon, so cool.
2: Yeah. I was a lurker in that Amazon Alliance. Yep. Yeah.
0: And I've had some off and on over the years, and we had our group, and, you know, that that just went south for whatever reason. Yeah. And uh, went
1: very far south.
0: I see some of the ones that, that our friends post and, you know some of the stuff you've got, and it's it's very tempting because I after yeah. our our thing with them, I was kind of yeah. like, yeah, I don't kind of like Antaresia. Like my, I was like, yeah, I'm kind of done with them. Not that I don't yeah. love them, but it's just not my jam, you know, as far as keeping them. But damn it, if I don't get tempted when I see like some of the stuff that people are cranking out now.
1: Yeah, Whoa. man, they are they're they're freaking beautiful animals. That's how I many
0: know, people I'm would kill to have a chondro
2: that stayed red. Or stayed yellow. That's what I'm telling people. Like, you yeah. can get that, and you can get it like super bright. Some of these snakes rival colors of colubrids and venomous snakes. You mm-hmm. know, absolutely. And that's what I'm telling people. Like, when when people say, and no offense, but when they say, I have a red carpet python, and you say, I have it's a not red that Amazon. Red. You know, two what I very mean? different it's things. Yeah, no. Different.
1: Yeah, no. Two very different things. You know, like they're they're <laughs> all beautiful in their own right. But let's face it, most exactly. You know, unless it's some crazy morph. You know, they all have their carpets. Naturally, are more ground toned. Like period. Yes. You know, like but, a lot more ground tone. But man, those Amazons are just breathtaking.
2: It's man. it's bright, you know, and yeah. and that's what I tell people. is like, well. it's hard if you just get like some run-of-the-mill import amazons you know you need you need to get one or two captive bred and born ones that you like that you really like that color Mm -hmm. like a bicolor that's really clean or a yellow or a tiger or a leopard you will appreciate that animal so much more you know you really will and Imports just act different, you know, it's just like an import chondro. They act different. They look different Like their skin is almost different, you know, like their shit smells different. Like it's just different, you know,
3: yeah Mm -hmm.
2: Um, Yeah. But the The amazons they grew on me just because I was trying to get them as another species to introduce people to chondros, you know and uh, I just fell in love with them because they're easier too i'm so busy that i don't have to worry about them as much you know
0: yeah, the margin yeah. for error is a lot larger on those than it
2: than is it is you know yeah and I really you know I'm, i've been building this chondro collection up again since 2018 <clears throat> i should have had at least one or two chondro clutches already but i've had females die i've had uh, a male die i've had you know, miss sex. It's all those things that you had to go through over again, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so now I'm kind of at the point where, okay, last year I had everything breeding, but I saw my boas start to go and I pulled all the pythons, you know, cause I was like, I don't have time for all that. All right. So this year I'm going to focus on the chondros and the green tree monitors is what I want to focus
1: on this year. This season. Oh, you keep green tree monitors too. I did not know this.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I have a, a pair of green tree monitors. Yeah. I, I had, well, I bought two females and raised them up from babies. Uh, but one of them did pass and then I bought a male. So I had uh the sarong locality with the blue on the back, the green mm-hmm. trees. Nice. Yeah. They both, the male is super pretty, but yeah. he's really skittish cause he's never really been held the female. I can hold her. No problem. She's pretty easy going, huh. but she's given me eggs uh beginning of this year. Uh, there's six eggs and but they're all infertile okay so oh. which i heard is pretty common with the first monitor clutch you know
1: yeah and like i i always try to like if somebody tells me they bred for the first time and got you know infertiles you know no matter what it is i always try and like i know it sucks but you also yep. have to look at it as a positive you know like yep. you got you did, some, you did yeah you did something right you mm-hmm. know like i pulled there, the triggers so yeah, yeah. There's so many factors like, you know, she may have been a little young, you know, just temperatures may have been slightly off, (coughs) but you, you did something right. You know, like Mm -hmm. infertiles don't mean anything bad. Give it another year. And sometimes infertiles is just a first time breeder. You know, it's not that you did anything wrong. Repeat the same steps because it could have just been, she was a first time breeder and it is what it is. You know, infertiles are not Mm -hmm. a bad thing, you know, and it's. I hate how people get, you know, down, down to the dumps and their spirits are crushed because their first time breeder gave them infertiles, you know, like, look, you did, you yeah. did something right, you know, like, a step
0: in the right direction.
1: Exactly. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm.
2: so, yeah. I, I also was trying to, I, I raised a pair of Savannah monitors up, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: This, this is also another species. A lot of people kind of look as a trash species, but I keep telling people like, as soon as there's no more to import or they shut down importation, you'll be wishing you had a now Savannah monitor because it's like a care. perfect little compact lizard, you know,
3: right?
2: like someone that wants something that's a little bit more than an Aki, but less than a water monitor. It's perfect.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: So I, I raised two up and I actually had a pair. Um, and the smaller one, the female, she became super aggressive. Oh, so wow. the male was awesome, man. Like I could take him out, pet him. Like I raised them both since babies. I got them to breed. They were breeding. I was working with this guy, uh, Jay, from I think it's JCL something reptiles. But he is actually breeding savannah monitors consistently. Mm-hmm. So That's and he's awesome. like one of the only ones in the country. Yeah. So one day I came home and she she killed my male.
0: Oh. Oh yeah. no. So I,
2: man. I think she was cycling, you know, at that time and she was not ready. She was going through vitalogenesis, but she wasn't ready yet and he kept pursuing her and she just did she crushed his skull.
1: Holy shit. And fuck. she's
2: smaller than him. That's crazy. So, I did I shipped the female cuz she was like I grew her a perfect only fed her cockroaches, very little rodents like very Mm -hmm. good health condition so i sent her over to jay to try to breed her so he's going to try to cycle her and get her going but i like projects like that little passion projects that no one else is trying to work on you know
1: yeah because savannas are one of those things that like i feel like a lot of people have a savannah or something just kind of as a Mm -hmm. pet but it's all imports you really don't see but they just keep
2: it in like a four foot
1: cage too and you can't do that with savannah monitors man you won't be successful like an eight foot cage
2: in my garage for it you know with like sliding glass that you see at the reception office like it's insulated and everything like uv like i wanted to try to do it right with them because i when i had reptiles in the past i had savannah monitor and i kept it in like a 150 gallon fish tank and i just didn't do right by the animals back then and i wanted to try to do it again you know right like you just learn from those things you know
3: yeah, we absolutely. All,
2: yeah. But uh, yeah, so I have uh, the green tree monitors. Um I talked about the amazons a little bit. I have chondros. Uh the other passion species that I have is the Dominican red mountain boas. So yeah. um try the Bothras, striatus. Uh I got pretty interested in those in like uh 2019. I saw that uh, Sandra DePintra was trying to sell some and Harlan had some too. So I was chatting with both of those guys. And um, that's a huge long story we can get into some other time. <laughs> but um, so I ended up buying someone else's animals because there was a whole thing with me and Sandra. Um But I told him it was kind of like a, a bet you know, like you can't breathe these, they're too hard for you. Yeah, And I'm like, what? Yeah. That's challenge, what I needed.
3: <laughs> challenge accepted.
2: <laughs> so I went out and I bought a group of six of them. Uh, I actually bought four, but my friend Chris Copelli, that used to be uh, part owners of Headhunters, yep. the Carver Python. Yeah, so he's one of my good buddies. Uh, and he bought two. And uh, they all came to my house first and I was going to take them over. And he's like, no, nah, you keep them at your house and breed them too like oh there you go
1: okay Okay, well (laughs) i guess guess if you're gonna pull my leg about it i'll keep them
2: yeah but i mean then i had more of a chance you know because everyone was telling me that it's not it's not hard to get them to breed it's hard to get litters sometimes and then it's even harder to get those litters established
0: yeah that's what i've always heard is kind of with that entire genus like getting babies going for the most part especially with like yeah really tough
3: yeah
2: They're just, they're lizard specialists and you just have to understand that going into it, you know, like lizard first bird, second rodent, third, and you just go in that order. You'll be okay. But if you don't have the resources, then you're just going to kill the snakes. If you breed them, you know, you're just going to kill them. Um, and so I was just, um, talking to Chad down at, uh, I think it's golden coast exotics or golden coast reptiles. can't remember, but he does a lot of, um, Uh, his Dominicans are gorgeous. Uh, he does a lot of colubrid stuff too, man. Um, you guys know Chad?
0: I think I follow him on Instagram.
2: Yeah. You should get him on. He's a pretty cool guy, dude. He has a lot of colubrids, uh, rainbow boas. He does, I mean, gorgeous Dominicans, but he's kind of just helped coach me through some stuff. Um, talking to calling up in, um, Alaska too. He has the reptile barn, I think something like that. Mm hmm. And he's been trying to breed him and is having a hard time. So it's kind of cool that we're all just kind of passing information around because it didn't, it wasn't used, it didn't used to be like that before I got back into the hobby, which is cool because back then everyone would like really retain their information. They wouldn't share it with you. And now everyone does, they just share everything,
1: you know? Yeah. And that's the beauty of where we are now, you know? It's like, It's it's different. We all want, success for everybody you know because that's yeah. how these things are going to get established you're not going to establish these things in the hobby if you're the only one doing it you know yeah. like it's not it's not a good way to be you know so if there's good information like that that you know and can share it's always it's always good man because you know it's it's one hobby one family at least how i like to yeah. look at it you know it really it's, is it's how it should be you know so it's it's good to see more of that information willingly being passed around you know yeah i mean the the
2: dominicans they're a really easy snake to keep you know and a lot of people will say like i I remember listening i've been a long time listener of npr you know and owen always talks about how dirty and disgusting they are i just don't think you set them up right if you're going to keep them on paper it's probably going to be horrible you know but don't keep them on paper what i do is kind of the jeff murray approach or you just put a little bit of peat moss down and then you cap it with cypress mulch Mm -hmm. so everything just goes down through the cypress mulch and clumps up into the peat moss and you just throw it out it's like clumps up like kitty litter it's easy Mm
1: -hmm. yeah yeah it does a little bit better it does a little bit better on smell too when you have uh, oh yeah stuff like
2: that i mean my room is separate from my house too like i have to come out onto my porch and then go into the room so i'm Somewhat lucky there, you know, cause you come into the room you're like, Oh, who didn't eat the rat? You know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no, there's definitely been days I walked to so like all my snakes are in like my spare bedroom in my house. Yeah.
2: And, that's my, it used to be like that too.
1: Yeah. You can, you can tell when everybody took a shit at the same time, you know, or then you, I walk into the room and I'm like, okay, the day somebody, after you some, somebody didn't eat like, Oh God, this is not good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, um, yeah, no, man, the external facility is always, always a perk, man. That, that's, yeah, that's mine's, the, it's just small, you know, it's,
3: yeah, my,
2: my room is like nine and a half by seven and a half, it's super small, but I, I could probably fit almost a hundred animals in here, you know, including babies, yeah. if I wanted to, but I don't like to have more than, I don't want to have, I don't have space for more than 50 babies, right, so. As long as I can keep it under that every year, I'm, I'll be okay. Mm-hmm.
1: And that so kind of keeps
2: me humble too, so I don't go crazy.
1: Yeah. yeah. So have you produced Dominicans yet?
2: Yeah. Uh, okay. Actually, this year, um, the beginning of the year, I had everything breeding. I had two pairs of chondros breeding. I had the savannah monitors breeding. I had the green tree monitors breeding. The Dominicans were breeding. The Amazons were breeding. And I was like, okay, slow down.
3: Oh, I sure. was trying everything
2: <laughs> out, but everything started just getting into a rhythm, you know? Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And I was like, okay, I need to pull the green tree pythons. I don't want to deal with green tree python babies and Dominican babies at the same yeah. time.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. So <clears throat> I pulled all the pythons and I let the boas go. And I saw the boas, you know, all I really do, to be honest, Is, you know, my season I've always realized is a little bit later than most people's seasons, especially on the East Coast and the South. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people will start lowering their temperatures, maybe, you know, at the end of this month or next month, something like that. I don't really start lowering temperatures until like December and January. Mm -hmm. But I will just watch the weather when we do get weather uh, like storms and stuff. I'll just try during that time. I'll leave the window open you know, yeah. and I'll just pair them up and I'll let the room drop down to about 70 degrees, you know, and it's just the wind blows in, and it, they probably get a little bit more wind chill. Um, But that really, I think the males really need to get low, you know, yeah. I think that's most bowed species that the males need to experience some little temperature drop. Females, you can just do it with food, you know, but I think the males... For goods, for I think they need a little bit of a drop there.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure.
2: So that's all I do is I just leave the windows open and I treat everything the same, man. I do like the Ryan Young approach. I just keep it simple. I do the same thing every single year. And, um, you know, this time of year, I'm feeding them a lot because I'm about to kind of shut it almost all the way off, you know. I'm feeding them a lot right now. In fact, I need to go see Jeff and Kendra and get some more food. (laughs) (laughs) But um, uh, I'll feed them up probably through next month. And then I'll just wait for the storms, shut the food off. And that's when I'll just, I'll watch them. And I, and I just kind of let the males tell me when they're ready. The males will start cruising and most of these species, you know, If the male is sitting in a different spot than he's normally sitting during the day and then at nighttime he's cruising more, even after you fed him once, it's like, okay, something's going on, Mm -hmm. you know? So then I'll just pair him up and see, okay, well, this female's looking a little chunky. Maybe she's starting to have some ripening follicles. So I'll pair her, them up together. Mm -hmm. And chondros are pretty easy, man. Like to get them to breed is super easy. You put them together, like the males usually want to breed. It's just all the other shit that comes with chondros that sucks, mm-hmm. you know. Well, it's interesting because you knows. get
0: you get certain like it seems like it's almost like there's three different sort of uh, like groups in terms of like when it comes to breeding stuff. There's stuff that it's hard to get them to just pair. Mm-hmm. There's stuff getting fertile eggs, and then yep. there's stuff where it's like eggs and everything that come with those is difficult. Like they're either like everything seems to be in one of those categories at least stuff outside of you know corns and whatnot um yeah you know like chondros, yeah it's getting eggs isn't isn't the hard part by any means but those babies and you know the eggs are more fragile than some of the other uh you know species where they there's less the, the window for for messing up is much smaller
1: there yeah. the, egg, the eggs small. So but once smaller, you get that man
2: But once you get that kind of like that recipe, right, Justin, I remember when at first you were struggling and then like you really put that chicken down on there and then you're like, it just like clipped. Right. Yeah. And that's the same thing with these Dominicans. Like people are trying like, dude, they're not going to take any live food or anything off tongs right away.
0: Are you just dropping?
2: So what I do is I just, I have a connect that lives in Florida and he just ships me lizards. I just sent like, I'll get like a hundred or 200 lizards at a time. And you're going to have to pay like 80 bucks for shipping. Cause I'm all the way up here in Pacific Northwest. Yeah. So I have to make it worth my while. And I'm like, okay, well if I do a hundred, so I send him 180 bucks, that's a dollar 80 a piece. I-, I can work with that. You know, yeah. right. it's not too bad because horrible, if you go yeah. to underground or something like that, you're going to spend like $5 a lizard plus shipping. Mm-hmm. So Jeez. it's, it yeah. So you have to really kind of get that set up before you want to breed a species like Dominicans, you know, Mm -hmm. but I just get the lizards and what I will do is I may try some live in some of the, in some of the the tubs, Uh, but I like to freeze them. I just freeze them and then I separate out the sizes and then I'll thaw out how many I want and I'll put them in the tubs. And for the most part, they will take it by the next morning most of them so
1: so it's just drop feeding just like frozen thawed lizard most of
2: the time yeah okay just drop frozen thawed lizard yeah so you know kind of bouncing back to breeding them sorry i'm all over the place so you guys bring me in if you need to no you're
3: good
0: man yeah what was um, like the gestation period on those like how long is that yeah
2: so and because i was like guessing like okay i think this is the ovulation all right Nope. this is the ovulation it seems like it's, it's pretty similar to Amazon. So it's about 150 days, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, I would say, um, from the time of copulation to the time that actually lay is about 200 days. Mm -hmm. But from the time of post ovulation shed, I I noticed it about that 140 something odd days, something Mm -hmm. like that. Hmm. wow so i mean they're pretty similar to to the amazons and most boa species i think Mm
3: -hmm. Uh,
2: what was cool though with the Amaz or the uh the dominicans is uh i knew they have like two hides i have like two cork bark hides in there and they can go between the hot and the cold side Mm -hmm. Uh, and i just noticed they weren't coming out as much but i wanted to leave them alone so i was like oh well looks like they're you know running dry on water it's time to get some more water for them so i went to get some more water and i noticed there was a baby in the water bowl and i was like what (laughs) so i opened it and she's like she has all the babies like wrapped up tight and like just looking at me and most of the babies are like shedding out and i'm like when did this happen? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, has this been days? Like most Boeds take a little while after they are laid, you know, like to shed. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't figure it out. Like when exactly they did this. And I was talking to people and they said, no, Chilobothra sheds as soon as they come out immediately. So mm-hmm. they, sh- they are born and then they'll, they'll shed out or they'll be born in shed and come out shedding. Right. So, I was like, no way. So uh, the first female, uh, was a red to an orange and she had 15 babies and there was no slugs. But I say that there's no slugs, but I know there's a species that eat slugs. So I don't know if it's been a day or so. That's right, if a she possibility. Just them,
3: yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. So she had 15. I separated those all out and I said, the other female has been quiet too. What's the chance of her having babies? You know? So I, picked up the hide on her same thing she had 18 no (laughs) slugs (laughs) but what was cool is how they were hiding the babies from
1: me yeah
2: that they were all like they're protecting
1: them yeah
3: yeah
2: so i it was just weird is the only time the only reason i noticed the the baby is because it was coming for water and there's very little water in the bowl you know so it would I was thinking that it was probably going to go back to the mom after it had water, but it was really interesting. I'm like, should I take these or leave them until they shed or what? You know,
0: <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. But of course I took them cause I panicked. Yeah. yeah of
1: so <laughs> you take them and you put them in
2: a tub with a damp paper towel, like everything else, you know, until they finish shedding out. <clears throat> and then I get mom and uh, both, both moms cleaned up. So I ended up, both of them went and I was, it was pretty obvious that they were grab it, Right. I mean, they were always on the hot side after there was two days. And I'm like, one of these two days was ovulation. I don't know exactly because they didn't swell like an arboreal snake would swell. It was more subtle. Mm-hmm. So I just marked the two days down and then I started adding uh, up in the heat during the day, you know, and I was just like, I just want to give them a little bit more heat. So, I want them to be able to reach, you know, 86 to 88 during the day, if possible. And it was hot during that time. So my room would naturally kind of ebb and flow between that, like, about four degrees, you know. So it was, like, perfect for them. They would get nice and hot during the day and then be able to kind of retreat from that at night. And I just noticed the females were staying there forever. And, um, you know, I was just like, well, I expected them to lay in August, and they laid July 30th.
1: Oh wow. That, <laughs> yeah. was, pretty, that was pretty damn close. <laughs>
2: yeah, but I, I was like,
1: I thought I had two
3: weeks, you know, <laughs> like
2: <Yeah>. running
1: around. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the that's the panic. That's how it was with my last uh, my my last carpet clutch. Was uh, they they started hatching? I was like, "Oh shit!" I thought it was gonna be like another week or so before they started hatching. I <laughs> like must you're ready, done. but you're not. You uh, know, yeah, I must have done my math wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I know that is man, but um, that's have forgotten. you had a clutch not recently? No, my last, uh, my last, God, I don't know. Last season, I was in between housing. Season before that, I was in a really shitty spot. Season before that was when I had the clutch. So it's been, yeah. uh, it's so been it's kind of moving
2: them through. They're getting yeah. settled again.
1: Yeah, it's been yeah. a while, but they've been I've been in my new place for all of uh, 5 6 months now. So um, so this season's going to be the He's prepping it's going to be the hard hitter. I'm not going to lie. This lot. When Hurricane Ian was coming through, I was like, boy, I should put these carpets together. But I was like, oh, yeah. it's still a little. It's, it's
2: still like little fishing, early. dude. You just got to go into it with confidence. You yeah. know, like,
1: oh, I'm going to oh. do this. Boy, Especially with that, though. Don't like, even get me started on fishing. All what's right? going <laughs> to happen?
0: <laughs> Say you do put them together. What's the worst thing that could happen? is they don't Yeah,
1: I just like I was I, I'm still in the process of feeding kind of heavily. I'm about to. Cut unless, them it's all all of, unless it's
2: all of, pythons or poplins. Yeah. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> but, uh, no, I just like, I was still in the middle of like feeding kind of heavily. So I was like, I don't want something to happen when they're still trying to digest and stress and blah, blah. So I decided not to, but you know, we're getting out of, we're getting out of hurricane season. So I'm, I might start cutting off here soon and next time we get a good storm come through, I may, I may put them together. Cause I can tell my males are getting restless. I'm going to do two <laughs> carpet pairings and um both very phenotypically matching so i'm actually pretty excited i'm gonna get to very opposite ends of the spectrums if they go um so you keep ambient with your uh, ass no no not anymore um i did for i did for a while last last year because of my living situation i did keep ambient for a while but now i do hot spots my room stays about it'll drop right now because we are getting some cooler temps that is dropping down to about 74, 75, but then it's coming up to about 78, 79 during the day. And I give them about an 85 to 86 hotspot. Um, so, and the females are regulating really well, but they still really want food, you know, like they, they still are really food oriented. I can tell the males are kind of cruising a little bit more. They're, they're definitely getting there. Um, so I'm probably going to feed them one more big meal, let them digest that. And then I'm going <laughs> to wait for a storm and try and uh, start putting stuff together. Cause we're supposed to next week, we're supposed to get down into the fifties. Oh, nice. Um, so it's a I'm big deal here. Yeah, no, it is. But, yeah, <laughs> it I, know. is. I lived in Florida <laughs> for a
2: while, man. I was like 60 degrees, you know? Oh
1: yeah, man. No, 50 degrees. I'm going to be jacking it up big time.
2: No, here um, in the Pacific Northwest, if it's 55 and sunny, people are jumping in the water. I'm so. not shitting you
1: fuck that <laughs> yeah, no
2: we're just acclimated no. to this you know
1: freaks yeah and it's so funny yep. like for for whatever reason i thought you were in california i'm not no. gonna lie i thought Who you were in you california i don't i don't know why i live on <laughs> an
2: island in, in washington state
1: on yeah, an island no. I had no idea. For some reason, I thought you were in California, but yeah, no, PNW. No, I, mean, I grew up in not...
2: California, but I don't want to live there again.
1: Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why <laughs> yeah. I think I've heard you talk about it before or something, but, um, uh, yeah, I yeah, lived man. in California, Texas, Florida, Washington's my home though. That's awesome. Yeah, no, but we're definitely, we're definitely getting close to, uh, Carpet breeding season got a while for the colubrids yep. yet. I'm hoping, I'm hoping because I only have one incubator. I'm really hoping I can get carpets going a little early and have them hatch before I get colubrid eggs. Which, based on my last two clutches, I think I'll be able to do that and free up my incubator for colubrids coming up. I don't um, see why you couldn't. No, I don't, I don't think it's going to be an issue because I think I'm going to try pairing carpets by the end of this month. Um, Thanksgiving for carpets is normally around what I shoot for, but it seems like we're getting a little colder a little earlier this year. Um oh, really so, yeah, so I think um I think I'm gonna try to shoot for carpets around beginning of November, end of October. The um, farmer's
0: almanac apparently is saying we're gonna have like a real winter this yeah, year. Yeah, we're
1: gonna have a cold winter. I can yeah. already tell you. I can already tell you that.
0: Which That's, we haven't had a cold winter, I feel like, in a, like a solid winter that arrived on time yeah. in a, in a while
1: yeah no i mean there's been years in the past where we were down here we were wearing shorts on christmas day like like you know wow no thanks yeah no it's uh it's a very real
0: takes away the spirit of the holiday yeah yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah no and it's so funny wedding on christmas yeah Yeah. dude i'm telling you like we and it fluctuates so much we'll have days we'll have a week Of, cause you know, with us, you know, it's not as like, you guys still get it up there, but because it's just cold all the time. But with us, it's whenever we get a, a, um, a rain rain, when rain comes through, we get a warm front, like right before it rains, it gets warm. And then once the rain goes through, it drops like severely, and it pretty much continues that cycle until January. And then it's just cold. Wouldn't you, you know? like to know whether <laughs> Yeah. So I'm not going to be, I'm really not going to be dropping the Colubrids down until end of December, start of January. You know, I'm going to call them through February and see if a two month, you know, drop will do them for, do them good um but the carpets you know if i can get them down you know and if i can get my room down into the mid 70s you know i'll be happy which you know lately that's actually hasn't been a problem but um you know come yeah. come this next month it really won't be a problem um so i'm really open i'm gonna start the food cycle process i'm gonna give them about a month off or i'm gonna give them a couple weeks off of no food and then let them digest and all that then i'm gonna start pairing them up and uh just see what happens you know i'm one of those with carpets carpets are easy man you know i look at them kind of like amazons you know like i i always like with boas and pythons i see carpets more like amazons and then your um your emeralds more like green trees kind of deal yeah and uh carpets are super easy you know you can almost food cycle them and not drop temps at all and they'll still they'll still breed. you know but yeah um, I like to give him a little bit of a drop just kind of stimulate it so um hopefully my room will drop a little bit next week. I them think up. a lot of things will go without doing a lot of triggers, you yeah. know. Yeah, but we just, just Yeah, if
0: it, the 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 vigor is there. Yeah, no, for, yeah. for
1: sure. And I have a I have a male that'll be to breed a piece of rope. So I am not. Oh yeah. I, I I'm confident I'll get at least one. Um, but the other clutch, my female, for whatever reason, she's been giving me really bad sheds. Um, and she's getting kind of old. So I'm wondering if her age isn't catching up to her um so we'll see i'm gonna try her try her out she's still eating great she's digesting fine she's just giving me really bad sheds the last two sheds so i'm kinda yeah that's not a good sign yeah no so i'm a little i'm wondering if i might not be just you know drying out because i let the ac run in that room so i'm um, mm-hmm. i'm gonna add a um a couple humid hides and see if that helps maybe let her shed one more time before you know i let her go just to make sure she's doing well oh but, yeah Everything's fine other than shedding. So like, even though that's one thing, it still like kind of got me on edge. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, really Cause it up, could be something super of-
2: simple or it could be more internal. And the shedding right. process is just like a result from something else that's going on. You know, exactly. it's, it's exactly. hard to say. Yeah. What's the
0: process with Amazons? Like what time of year do you start sort of getting so them- with
2: yeah. So I always, I always will try the green tree pythons first, you know, between like December and January, but I'll, I'll keep the green tree pythons. If I really want them to breed. I'll keep them together off and on the whole year. You know, I'll just keep removing them and pairing them back up, you know, after yeah. I feed them. Well, the Amazons, I've noticed that it's really for me, at least it's right in between like uh, January, and March is really okay. when the boas want to breed. <clears throat> um, just because that's when it's n- nice and cold here too, um, you know we get a lot of rain during that time as well. So I just mm-hmm. I notice a lot of activity uh, with my animals that January to March time frame. But I'll okay. I'll push it, you know, to May or whatever if if yeah. I don't see something and I really want that pair to go or something, you know, uh, that's probably what I'm going to do with my green tree pythons this year. Uh, I have a male that I produced in 2011. That I bought back when I got back into the hobby. Mm-hmm. So I really want him to breed. Uh, he's a Wamina Jayapura cross. Nice. And he has a couple Jayapura females that hopefully uh, will be pretty receptive this year. They were last year, but I don't know if he got the job done. So I'm going to mm-hmm. get him a little colder this year and try for that and see what happens.
0: Do you know what's but... the, in terms of the size of your female conjures when you've paired them, you know, roughly. Any weights or or ages on them?
2: No, I mean I don't weigh them. I would yeah. say like um, if if they're they're coiled up, you know, they're probably about the size of like a grapefruit, you know.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah, I I, I keep and that's why I like the boros. They stay a little bit smaller, you know. I have a mm-hmm. an aru from Ryan Young, and I have a Biak which are almost like as big as some of my adult jayas, and they're only like four mm-hmm. years old you know um but the females i i like to get them to about five i don't think they look ready at four you know and Mm -hmm. it's just if you've bred chondros before you know it's like it's not worth the risk you know i'm just gonna wait until i see nice fat reserves and the animal looks like it can carry enough eggs so Mm -hmm.
1: i've always i've always been an advocate of age over anything else you know like maturity Maturity goes a long ways because like my had a My first clutch my female was i mean tiny you know she was yeah for for a carpet she was four and a half foot you know like granted pop aren't big but she was also my dominicans are
2: about that size breeding
3: yeah
1: yeah you know so i think that the whole age and maturity thing goes a whole lot farther than you know obviously you need to have some weight and fat reserves and all that you know the
2: age yeah i mean the dominicans are four and a half feet like i said but they're six and seven years old exactly like that that to me is prime
0: you know the reason i I ask about the the weights in particular is because i like i bred the beox and that's what the bulk of my collection was for you know the first like two years was nothing but beox and so i don't have much context in terms of like readable females for stuff that aren't beox yeah so i have like you know my female from brahms and my two well Thought they were two. One of them is a female, one of them's a male. I got them from Luke. Nice. And they're 2019s. And I mean they're not very big, but yeah. the female that the female Biak that I bred, like she was massive. She, she was huge. huge so it's like it's kind of <laughs> yeah. hard. Like I don't it's hard, it's hard, for me to know when they those don't other need to be that be big.
2: I think that I mean, if I were but to also, weigh
0: I don't want to risk it either. Like you were saying, like I don't want to chance it. Like I do want to breed conjures again, and I want to breed conjures yeah. again badly. But I think the, the first one i bred, female.
2: she was probably around like 650. She wasn't huge. Okay. You know, she was like 650 grams. I know like I really read Greg Maxwell's book and he's like, they need to be 1200 grams. Yeah, yeah. But I, I didn't see that, you know, I and I knew the that. age. Yeah, that's yeah. too big. You know, but there's a lot of the things in books that are outdated now. And I'm sure if you talk to Greg Maxwell nowadays, he he would agree that no, they don't have to be that big, you know.
0: But well, then it's that also you helped have, me a lot, you, you know. Have Gary and he had that tiny female artifact that that bred yeah. and gave megs, eggs, mm-hmm. and I was like, That thing isn't that's, that's not a big snake. No, like, um, no. The, the
2: small snake that I had gave me 17 healthy eggs, no slugs, all perfect, like perfect. Yeah, you yeah. know, last and time that, I
0: weighed the female from Brahms, she was. I think around the 400 gram mark. And I, like I said, I don't like to go off grams either, but like mm-hmm. I said, because I don't have much context in terms right. of the size of females that aren't beox and gigantic. Yeah. I, like, I feel like I'm going to continue to wait and wait and wait. And it's like, I could have bred her like three years ago because she, you know, down the, like in the future, I could have been like, yeah, I could have totally bred her. Cause like, she's maxed out now, right. but I didn't yeah, know she but, was I mean, maxed it- out at the time. So,
2: you'll know too like when you see the snake and she has good body weight and she just looks like she, you know what the size of a chondro egg is now so like they're how small. can that fit they're in small. her comfortably yeah. you know right. they're yeah. small but they'll hold like 17 of them you know right. yeah, <laughs> like that's a
3: very good point
2: and they're a small snake to begin with so it's it's a lot of work for those females you know and that's yeah. how we usually lose them is breeding them
1: yeah and it's also the fact that like you know you also get problems with big snakes, you know, if they're overweight, yep. you know, if they're, cause there is, there's, we all know this by now, you know, there's absolutely such a thing as a snake that is too fat. Yep, you know, absolutely. And if they're and if, they're, and if they're too big, then you're going to have just as many problems breeding and getting egg, healthy eggs. If they're really small. And that's you know? part like, of like, yes. I
0: don't feed my chondros a lot. So mine are probably on the smaller side for the Me most too. part. You know, so it's like I said, it's just it's really hard for me to gauge with what I have that isn't a be you know
2: I think it's safer to just go low and slow with everything you know, I just take kind of the Nick Martin approach on that, you know, like I have friends that you can breed Amazon super young, like I have friends that have bred them at like two and a half years old, yeah, wow. but I don't think the female should be doing that, you know like. I think three and four is safe for an Amazon. I think four and five is pretty safe for Condro. And I think six and seven is pretty safe for Dominican. So, and that's why the Dominicans just take a little bit longer to get to sexual maturity because, you know, even at four or five years old, you look at them and you're like, they're still babies. Yeah. You know, like they don't look like they can carry at all. Even this year I was asking people and they're like, ah, they're a little small, but they did awesome. Mm -hmm. You know? They did great. They bounced back. Like, it looked like I could probably breed them again if I wanted to, but I'm not going to do that. Do you All
0: think right. the live bears versus the egg layers, like the females seem to do better when they're smaller in that regard? Versus I think so. Versus smaller chondros that do eggs or something else that does eggs in comparison?
2: I mean, I just kind of take that Nick mutton approach and I just don't get my animals big, you know? He's always kind of beat it into me. Like, you, you should not do that. You should not do that. You should not do that, Absolutely. you know? Absolutely. So... I just, he has a lot of, you know, success and I've just kind of taken his approach and I pick things that I like from Ryan Young too. Like I keep my room ambient, but mm-hmm. like on my breeder Amazon cages, when I see a female ovulate, I just put a 30 watt light bulb in there. They have a little light shroud and I just change the led one out to an incandescent and that's their yep. source of heat. I just keep it simple. You know, like I don't use, I'll use herp stats on my incubator that I built and For the chondros but everything else just is ambient and has cheap thermostats on it and Mm
0: -hmm. you
2: know i just keep it easy and simple yeah yeah
0: what have been your average litter sizes for the amazons
2: uh amazon's a little bit smaller i would say um seven nine something like that yeah yeah so we'll see you know coming up in The next couple seasons, I should have some pretty nice ones ready for to breed. You know, I have a lot of red ones that I've been kind of yeah. stacking away. Yeah, dude, your reds are
1: nasty, man. Dude, that oh, super yeah. dark dude.
0: Halloween Ooh. you popped out not that long ago it was
1: yeah, that one. I pretty love the cool Halloweens,
0: too. man. I don't, I don't. Yeah, I know that they just end up turning into gardens.
1: I don't or care what anybody gardens, says, I, that, man. They yeah. look cool as hell.
2: But, but look at it this way, okay? And this is what I have to tell people a garden amazon people just think that's a normal right i think the yellow is normal and i think garden is a form of exanthism okay and people when they start to see it that way it changes something in their mind and they're Mm -hmm. like okay so we're trying to figure out now because these two phenotypes are present in the wild it doesn't mean that there's nothing genetic about it, you know? Right, it could just right. be that those dark ones are successful in the wild, you know? But I think it's recessive. I and think the Halloween is a recessive trait.
1: And correct me if I'm wrong here, you know, like I don't know a ton about Amazons, but even just because it's a garden phase doesn't mean it won't throw reds, correct? Or is that, is that So wrong?
2: we're starting to learn that Yes, in a sense that we think Amazons just have a ton of, like us, like we have so many genetics that we breed with two people and you can have a big outcome because the genetic pool is so huge. Right. So I think there's just so many Amazons and all these different colors and patterns that, yeah, you can get lucky, especially if you're working with imports. But I think a lot of the captive bred stuff that we have now if I were to take a red and breed it to a yellow, most likely that yellow is not het red. You know what I mean? So I'll just produce normal looking snakes, mostly yellows and oranges that are het red, you know, red and calico. We're trying to figure out if they're separate, if there's two different kinds of calico, there's a lot going on with Amazons that a lot of people don't know about, you know, and, uh, Noah Ingram from two by two reptiles. He's another awesome guy. Um, and then also, uh, Taylor Gilbert, he's down in Florida too, but he's really good with genetics and, and we really try, uh, we want to figure some of these things out, you know, there's always been a lot of questions. Uh, I've talked to Abby, uh, Abby Moldestudo about some things. Yeah. That's a, a Rory Gresco animal right there.
1: Oh yeah. God, dude, those things are insane.
2: Yeah, that one's from oh, uh, Brandon from, Christ. Yeah, Brandon's the man. So that animal right there is a dark grove bloodline, and it will probably turn out to be a a really like red and orange bicolor. So that I like mm. the Amazons too because they do go through that ontogenetic color yeah, change.
0: Yeah, there's a big shift. Hey,
2: you guys need to wait. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. kids need orange all right yeah, yeah. that's uh like a high oh, contrast man. halloween yeah.
1: Yeah. oh my god yeah what yes. in the world man see that that right there makes me want to keep amazon's like that that yeah. alone i love the dark stuff like you know but reds it, i've always loved reds and blacks but man those super dark halloween's yeah, oh, so
2: I I, I want to concentrate that black, and and I'm gonna try to breed back to mom. If if I'm gonna sex those two darker ones to see, hopefully one of them is at least a male, because if I can produce more babies that have, I know a lot of people like the orange, but if I can get less and less orange, then we'll have a darker snake eventually.
0: Right. right. How do you are you sexing them when they're like neonates? Are you yeah, a while?
2: but What's I'll this? just probe them. They're way hardier okay. than than uh, chondros. Like chondros tails are so thin yeah. and delicate. Mm-hmm. Amazons are like twice the size of a neonate chondro mm-hmm. when they first That's come
0: that, out. That, is that
2: really so, dark So <clears> they're <throat> about like the yearling size. You know, some of them are even bigger. So I'll just wait till like now. I can like all the amazons are eating pretty well. I just wait till they they've eaten and shed a few times and then i'll sex them i just have to bug my wife so she can hold the tails down for me
1: (laughs) yeah Yeah,
0: i love how they're they're dark and then you got the yellow eyes and you can see it in the background on this one right there
1: that's nuts man that's
3: yeah
0: wow
2: and so that was that was a pair that i've i raised up from cam that like the theme, the mom that had those babies, like I remember pulling ticks off her face and mm-hmm. uh, she wouldn't breed for me at first, but I was just determined, you know, like, all right, I'll just keep, all right, I'm going to slam her with food this year and then I'm going to drop her and then I'm going to put the mail with her all year long until she has. So that yellow one right there, we don't know if this is a yellow calico.
0: It certainly looks so it.
2: It looks like it. A lot yeah. of people are really <laughs> curious about this. So my <laughs> buddy that lives already. here, <clears throat> uh Dan McMillan. Do you guys know Dan? Yeah, yeah. I know yeah. Dan. Yeah. So Dan, he you know, he's friends with the uh, PSP and stuff too, but I've met him through them and uh up here at Northwest mm-hmm. Carpet Fest. He has a female that looks very similar to that yellow calico that I'm calling a yellow calico. So we're gonna try to see if that's reproducible. But yeah, that's 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 a like extreme calico, the one you're looking at now. Mm-hmm. That, that's the one I call freak show.
1: Golly, dude,
0: that's it looks like a burn victim in the best way. That is, <laughs> <laughs> that's like like, like a little insane. black over the eye.
2: You know, like yeah. it's sick. <clears throat> you know, I was just fortunate. I reached out to Rory. Um, Jeff Godbold uh, hooked me up with him before he put his list out. So I was Mm -hmm. one of the first ones that was able to pick from those litters. And I was curious why he didn't hold that one back, but you should have seen his holdbacks.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah,
2: Yeah, he had some tigers that looked very similar to that. They're a tiger calico.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they're cool snakes, man. man. What size setups are you keeping the adults in?
2: Uh, I have... Dude, I have cages of all different sizes. I have like boophile cages that I keep the Dominicans in. They're four by two by 18 inches tall, I think. And then I have um, some old uh, herptastic cages. I have Mm -hmm. some bars cages that are like two by two by 20 inches. And then I have some three by two by twos that are uh, animal plastic cages. And then I have a lot of like the 66 quart uh, animal plastics tubs racks that I use for some of the smaller adults. Okay. And then I have <clears throat> big sky reptiles made me a whole bunch of like uh condo cages. I really like those that you can just kind of like, you know, like look around and see a whole bunch of them.
0: Yeah,
1: for sure.
2: Yeah. I like the condo cages. That's freaking awesome,
0: man.
1: No, I haven't yeah, looked but, at your page in too long, man. I those Amazons are just freak Yeah, long. so freak nah, show. I have probably
0: Christ. three
2: females that are going to look similar, not as extreme uh, phenotype as freak show, but like uh I have one called Bloody Mary and she's she'll that's like my dream pairing. So, hopefully everything goes well. But it'll be a couple you know, years before I could even try that.
0: What's interesting with Amazons at least that I've noticed maybe in the last, I don't know, probably inside of 10 years is like, they're not, the number of people keeping them isn't as big as it used to be, but the people that are really focused on them, like the quality and what is being yeah. produced now yeah, is dude. so far like light years ahead of where Dude, it was. they're
2: almost chondro prices now. It's crazy. It's nuts. Like, do you know how much people offered me for Freak Show? Con- like, imagine. chondro
1: prices. Gee whiz, man.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's it's cool to see that, you know, but luckily I have friends and we do, like, trades and stuff because I don't know how I would get yeah. into it now. It's so expensive.
0: Mm-hmm. It's just interesting you know? now because it seems like, like I said, like it's the the number of people keeping them, Seems like it's really focused down and sort of like filtered itself yeah. to where it's like the people that are really like in them.
3: They're mm-hmm.
0: like they're going, right. they're in it. You know, they're not. It's not just like some random stuff they kind of picked up at a show and they have and they enjoy them. It's like no, like I'm focused.
2: They, it's yeah, like they're obsessed this, with them.
0: Know? Yeah,
2: yeah, I, I am. I love them to death. They're, they're just super easy. Like I. I very rarely get bit by Amazons. Like I do have a couple that are just, you know, that they're going to be dicks and they're imports, you know, but the majority of them, like, even if they came to me kind of pissy and nervous, like they're pretty chill now. Like I can go in there and they don't, they'll come out to you, you know, Mm -hmm. like, but if you just kind of keep going and don't hesitate, you know, they're not going to bite you.
0: You notice the difference though, between captive bred stuff and imports in terms of, Oh,
2: absolutely. Like Condros. Like yeah, it's night and day. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's kind of where, you know, I know we, I think we had one that was captive bred, but I think that's kind of where our problems came with our Amazons. You know, the group that we had is they were mm-hmm. all, they were all imported, you know, like we had one, you know, the the girl we called Phoenix. Mm-hmm. She was freaking insane dude. Yeah, was she a nice was a animal. beautiful animal but you know she yeah. was imported she's like you know. a tricolor. uh no, uh, no she, she was, was red a really
0: nice nice red yeah
1: she was she a really was nice good. really nice animal then we had a, the male was kind of more orangey red type of deal like but he was a really nice example of an orange you know and but again they were they were both imported and you know they just they didn't thrive. Yeah,
0: you know? for what? I don't know exactly what, what went down there, but they just <coughs> lost them.
2: Yeah, sometimes it happens, man, you know? like
0: yeah.
1: I
2: kind of knew it going back into it again. What
1: would you say, smith What's up?
0: So then Jake, Jake swore off buying Amazons with me ever again. Yeah, no, that uh, <laughs> kind
1: of... Yeah, no. After that one nailed me on the palm for no freaking reason, I was like, "Man, fuck these things." You <laughs> know? Like, yeah. But they're they're super cool. I think you know, if I had, I don't know, seeing yours again, I'm like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> they're really good looking animals. Cause... Yeah,
2: they're pretty, man. They're they're. Yeah. And if you set them upright, they'll perch more than they're grounded. If you set them upright. Yeah. So if you set them up like a ball python, they're going to act like a ball python. But if you set them up with natural perches, like not PVC, not PVC, natural perches, like they want to sit on something rough. Yeah. My animals, like they're always perched. Very few of them will ground, you know, and that's normal. Like it's nothing to worry about. But I come in here, you know, like around this time, usually six or seven at night and all of them are out. Like they're all out and some of the lights are still on in here, you know, but they're all out. Is there a particular
0: wood you use for those purchase?
2: Uh, I just have like alder trees and walnut trees and stuff like that near me. So I just get that. And there's a lot of Oak, you know, there's Mm -hmm. white Oak up here, Gary Oats and stuff. So um, I live in Oak Harbor, you know, there's lots of Oak trees
1: here. (laughs) A lot of a lot of hardwood. A sure. lot of hardwoods. Yeah. You know, yep, I've noticed hardwood. that like my dad. So <laughs> this week I sent a sent a picture to Justin of a wood hall that I got from my dad, you know, because he was, you know, he, he's moving. And he my dad does a lot of woodworking stuff. So he had a bunch of random, you know, big pretty much big pieces of wood and logs laying around and i was like yo can i can i take these and he's like yo get rid of them and i was like uh, don't have to tell me twice you know and so i got some massive pieces of you know hardwood and <laughs> one of them was like yeah <laughs> yeah no uh, one of them one of them was like a, i got this big piece of like it's like a mountain elder type of deal and i was like where did you even get this because it's just a beautiful piece of wood and uh He's like, yeah, a friend of mine was up in the mountains and he just brought it back down for me to use it. And I was like, this is freaking perfect, dude. You know, I got some that are like over four feet long, you know, that I can stretch across a piece of, you know, a big cage, you know. And so I'm super excited to get, get those in some cages and, you know, get them. because um, Yeah,
2: yeah I no, think uh, for the most part, in most hardwoods, you know, as long as you can seize like whatever blows down from the wind, on um, my big walnut tree, I just collect yeah. the pieces and then I'll use them next year, you know? Yeah. And I just kind yeah. of stash them off to the side. Like yeah, I cut a big holly tree down and that's what I used in my Savannah monitor cage is a big holly tree.
1: You know, yeah. as long
2: as it's a hard wood, you're fine.
1: Yeah. Let it dry out for you know, toxic. a couple months. Yeah. No, yeah. That's, that's the big thing. You know, make sure it's a hard wood and let it sit out, you know, let it sit out in the sun for, you know, a couple of days then leave it in yep. your garage for a while and, It'll be fine. And, yeah, you know, that's what I was asking my dad. I was like, how fresh are these? He's like, I've had these for like two, three years. And I'm like, okay, perfect. this is perfect. This is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah so, um, yeah, no, man, that's uh, that's something I definitely want to incorporate in a lot more stuff yeah. is just natural wood pieces. Well, I need to
0: get crepe myrtle. I need to figure out when people trim their crepe myrtle trees down here because that is like.
1: It's great wood. It's
0: super. Yeah, it's super hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's,
1: you know, and just branches. You know, I mean, just, just, branches, you know? Yeah, I just like
2: the way it looks. You know, I I still use PVC and most of my chondro stuff, mm-hmm. but the Amazons I I only use natural perches.
0: I use the uh, the manzanita perches with the that come with the washers and the little wing nut yeah. that people get for birds. I use those with the rhinos, and they, <laughs> they love, them love. Them,
3: they live yeah. on those Yeah, things.
0: and I have at least I love two to see in your there. Almost climb. So I'll put one towards like lower towards the floor, and then one towards the top, or one in the back that comes towards the door. So they have you know different options and stuff, and they they use every bit of them. Man, they love them.
2: Dude, you would be so surprised. Like Mark Goyer, I went over to his place, and I'm like, why do you have all these hides mounted to the to the top of the cage? You know, and he's like, well, they're all arboreal hides. Well, yeah. I was looking at chondro cages. Yeah, and they're all using the arboreal hides.
0: We had them on a, a long a couple. has been probably two years, Jake, when you were, that was on, when you were on hiatus, but hmm. he had mentioned that. And that was, that was just so sort of bizarre to me. Yeah. To hear that. It's but then, cool, man. Dr. Loafman sent us a picture of his the other day and it was the same thing. He had an arboreal hide and it was chilling in that. So
1: one thing really, I've, uh, one thing I've been doing with the rat snakes, you know, because a lot of, a lot of the yellows and grays are pretty, are a lot more arboreal than, you know, people take them for. Um, But one thing I do is, so I use like a wire mesh to create kind of a platform for them to sit on. And one thing I do, and I stole it from Chris Montross, is I take a paper towel roll and I stick it, I just put it on top of the wire mesh. And dude, they live in those things, man. Like just being off the ground, you know, it's so simple, it's so easy. Mm -hmm. You know, but it's just having an elevated hide, you know, for so many things that are semi arboreal, you know, they want to be off the ground a lot of times, but they also want to hide. So if you can combine those two aspects, man, they'll live in those freaking things, man.
2: Yeah, you'll never see them
1: like um, Jeremy Turgeon's uh, his Mm -hmm. hides for his Amazons. He's got those um, HDPE pipes that are like mounted to, you know, the tops and all of his. Yeah, I used to do that, too. Yeah.
2: But they no. they will stay in those and you'll never see them. So I'll yeah. do that to get like a new snake comfortable, you know. Right. But as the snake gets used to me, I will take those out. I want them to have a small area to retreat to that's kind of blocked from my view. Right. Uh, just with, you know, some hanging plants or whatever. Uh, but I want to be able to see the animals and I want them to get used to me too. So I eventually I will pull some of those things and kind of want them to be out
1: right for sure so yeah, no, be, i mean everyone has it. their
2: own ways of doing things but yeah. i'm so busy all the time with my life that i can only be in here so much you know okay. i'd love to be in here all the time you know i'd live in here but you know anytime my kids are bugging me or whatever like i just hide back here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i saw a couple of them and i just shoot them away like
3: it's
1: like the, the closet <laughs> <laughs> thing yeah for sure
0: what's uh what's the plan with conjures moving so
2: this year i have um i do have two males but one of them giving me bad sheds and stuff kind of like you were saying so i'm not going to probably put him into rotation this season uh but i have that male that i produced in 2011 he's older but he should get the job done and he has a lot like a blue undertone to him
3: Mm -hmm.
2: so he's a wamina his i wish i still had his dad his dad like you said would breed a rope you know would just breed everything you know i got him to breed uh (laughs) i did it in spite of nick because he hated hybrids (laughs) so my buddy of mine was like hey you know keep this carpet python i got it from nick you know nick produced it and i sent nick a picture of my green tree python locked up to <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's hilarious.
2: so he bred the the carpet but it, nothing ever came of it yeah but yeah i mean i <laughs> car- carpondros are cool they're not my thing but i just did it because yeah. i was pissing him off
1: yeah no it's <laughs> funny
2: so yeah man i'm yeah this next season is is green season for me is green tree pythons and green tree monitors, the boas, you know, I still haven't had any of them switch over to rodents yet. So I'm just supplying lizards right Mm -hmm. now until they're ready. You know, like I'm, I try, I'm trying to do some scented stuff right now, but they're still not interested, but they're, they're eating lizards and they're still growing. I have probably like three of them that has haven't even had one meal and they still look super hardy. So yeah. Yeah. I haven't lost have, any of them.
1: Have you ever tried wrapping like a lizard shed skin, like around a yeah. or anything like that? Okay. I, I
2: have tried that. And then I've this recently, I just tried like stomping a lizard in a bag and, you know, shaking it up, shake and bake style. Yeah. For um, sure. And I'm trying that right now too, but I do have like when the nose, you freeze them off a lot of times they'll shed. So I just mm-hmm. been saving those little bits of shed and yeah. uh, I'm going to try that again as well. So, yeah you know what? trying to figure out the size too like <laughs> d- do they want to eat a fuzzy versus a pinky like chondros and yeah. start them off on pinkies right but you don't start an amazon off on pinkies like right. you start them off on fuzzies normally yeah. you know like small ones may not take that but for some reason the amazons like that little bit of fur you yeah. know just that little bit of fur fuzz and, it,
1: and it's a little bit of it's i think it's a it's a scent thing you know like Mm -hmm. with with baby carpets the first thing that i do like first meal offered is a fuzzy that is completely dried off like completely and totally not even a little bit damp totally dried off and then i rip the skin off the nose you know like the dry the dried fur does a lot for scent particles and then ripping that little bit of skin off the nose really does extra getting the scent out there yeah that's it's a good trick yeah, I've been 20 for 20 on first feeds with, you know, baby carpets, like rock yeah. and roll right off the rip. Carpets. Yeah, well, you know, a lot of... if I have Not an everybody Amazon, has this, that. <laughs>
2: sometimes the Amazons can be a bit picky too. Like I have right. one that's only eaten twice. So what I'll do is similar to Bratz, you know, uh, Dayton like peels the the skin on the nose back. I just take scissors, dude cut the nose off there
3: you squeeze go. the yeah. head
2: so a little yeah. bit of brain juice yeah. comes out and yeah. that's what i feed it i want it to be super hot
1: yeah for sure yeah make it nice and warm so, make sure it's really dry get do a little cut rock and roll baby
2: oh the first litter i had dude i was freaking out because i had my chicken down and i had my hot pinks <laughs> and my hot cup of water and i could not get any of my amazons to eat and i was like what the fuck like yeah. this is how you get condors to eat you know like why isn't this not working and yeah. i hit dayton up and he's like what he's like no dude feed it a fuzzy and then as soon as they get fuzzies get it onto rat pinks okay. and i'm like what they could eat that uh, like they're yeah. teeny
1: you know yeah they can't but eat yeah dude
2: they could take big meals, meals. Uh, yeah yeah boas could take big meals yeah it's surprising
1: yeah carpets are the same way man you can you can get them. You can give them surprisingly big meals. Mm-hmm. I know. I I know. I always. I'm so like conservative with giving them really fat stuff. You know, but I've got stuff that I still feed extra large mice to that I could that could probably take a medium rat if I really pushed yeah. it. You know, but like I'm just like, I don't want them to choke on this thing, man. You know, but no, like I sent yeah. I sent I sent Billy my exantic female uh, bobwin. And she was on like extra large mice. And like a couple weeks after I sent it to him, he's like, Yeah, dude, she's on medium rats. And I'm like, What? what? I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. No, it's uh,
2: That's what
0: happens when you have no like fear.
2: my Dominicans. Yeah. They're they're like uh, on small rats that about that size. Like, that looks like a good meal for them, but they'll eat jumbos. If I give them oh, a yeah. jumbo, they will eat a jumbo and it looks like a huge meal dominicans are are interesting too when they hit something they wrap like their whole body like a king snake
1: right yeah
2: yeah and then they'll hiss like they're happy or something it's
3: weird (laughs) 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 They hiss
2: when they're like excited yeah yeah that's so and they have like pitch black mouths too they're cool snake
1: oh Oh, that's awesome oh yeah they do Mm -hmm. don't they
0: yeah
2: yeah and they have a a dial color shift so from day to night they'll look different. I remember when I first got um my females in I was kind of disappointed cuz I'm like these don't look like the pictures, dude. They're not like, red. These are pretty brown, you know. Well and the and the females are orange and pastel. And um he's like just wait till nighttime, wait till they settle in. And the next day at night, oh my god, they were freaking gorgeous like it's so crazy how drastic that changes you know it's it's super dramatic from day to night
0: yeah planning to get into jamaicans or anything similar in that that group
2: yeah since you said that yeah i've actually um a couple of my friends actually reached out to uh uh, vanessa crutchfield Mm -hmm. and uh she Um, was asking people who would be good candidates to give a pair to and people recommended me so she reached out to me and she said that if she has some next year that I'll be on the list.
1: That's nice. awesome, man. Congrats. Yeah. Yeah. That's
2: such a cool Yeah, season. so she's like if you bred two striatus your first season and both of them went, I'll let you have these.
1: <laughs> so I was like, okay. Cool. Yeah. Now that's awesome, man. I'm sure that made you feel freaking great too, you know. Yeah. Like
2: crutchfield's kid you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's freaking cool
1: yeah that's awesome man you know it's all it's always a good feeling when you know somebody's like hey like i know you're a good keeper i want these to go to you you know yeah yeah she
2: knows i have i've always showed interest in them but yeah that was super flattering when she's like no you're on the list
1: yeah i'm like all right
2: dope because that's the only way you can really get them you know
0: yeah yeah
2: So, Um, I need to figure all that out too because I think I can get them and breed them and sell the offspring in state. I need to ask her, but I think that's how it works.
1: Talk to Rob Stone breeds Jamaicans, doesn't he? Talk to Rob. Rob Stone, he's a great, yeah, that's a good idea. Maybe
0: talk to Jeff too. Jeff Murray, he'd he'd know as well.
2: I don't really talk to Jeff, but I'll talk to Rob.
1: Yeah, Rob's a great outlet for all that and he loves all those, man. I'm pretty sure he works with Dominicans and Jamaicans uh, as far as yeah. I know.
2: No, I really like um, the way Jamaicans look, you know, and mm-hmm. yeah. and people again told me that those are hard to to keep and breed and and all that. So it, it appeals to me a lot. You know, I like I really like for and me, it, I I have to like the the physiology and the structure of the snake like mm-hmm. the head to neck ratio is big for me i don't know why but i don't really like a lot of snakes that look like worms
0: not in the sand yeah
2: um, yeah like <laughs> sand boas and my my kids have like milk snakes and stuff i'm not into it you know but the house snakes i think those are cool looking you yeah. know they look like little pythons to me
1: yeah. yeah you like you like a little bit more definition
2: yeah i do you know, and people think like the Amazons are too skinny, but I like that phenotype. You know, I like the way that looks. Right. So
0: you need, you, need, you know, what doesn't look like a worm and is awesome. Bear
2: Bears, rats. <laughs> Dude, I didn't even know what a bared rat snake was until I listened to this show. They're pretty yeah, cool. they <laughs> Yeah, they uh, are. So, cool. yeah, that Winterberg. and Thorn Scrubs. I was like, "What the fuck is a Thorn yeah, Scrub?" Yeah. Those, <laughs> those,
0: those you don't need to know anything about. <laughs> that sounds like it, you know.
2: <laughs> if it's between those and bears, for the
0: love of God, do <laughs> But
2: Donovan
0: Winterberg just released. He did a a drawing of a of a bird's. Nice. And- he was selling prints and I, I bought a print the other day. Nice. Had him sign it. I don't know when it's supposed to get here, but they're pretty Dude, man. He does, he does some does altas or whatever. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Dude, the Mexicans are really like catching my eye, man. Like mm-hmm. I want a nice pair of Mexicans. Like
2: but for line. me, if I were to go yeah. colubrids, it would be like spilotes or bird snakes or something rhino arboreal.
1: Rats. Dude, those rhino rats. Those, I do
2: like rhino rats. I think those are cool. I like Boega, you know. You Stuff will like that, sell but...
0: all of your Amazons in a heartbeat no, when you won't. get your rhinos. No,
2: he won't. No. No. <laughs> he said. No. <laughs> uh, good joke. I think they're cool, but I don't I don't want to keep rhinos right now. You know? Oh. Yeah. I only have room for so many animals, and I like yeah. them all to be like super in my face. You don't like, have to bright bright have a lot colors. of physical
0: space, but you better make room in your heart because they're gonna take up all that space. <laughs>
2: Nah. I actually like them, though. They're cool.
0: They're amazing.
2: Bar- barons are, are better, though. Hey! Just <laughs> 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 I actually like rhinos. I just had to say that. <laughs> ah, damn
0: it. Okay. I don't not like barons, right? I like barons.
2: Yeah. Rhinos are I've, cooler, though.
0: I've decided as of like yesterday that I'm going to stick to my rhinos. And the Barons is going to Skylar with Jason Keller's permission and blessing. Yeah. Because I was like, do you want this back? Or should I see if Skyler wants it? He was like, I don't care. I was like, okay. Yeah. So the Barons is getting evicted at some point. And it's because I need I need the cage that it's in. It's in a bio G. Sure. And I have my my smallest male rhino is gonna go into that. On the baron's sleeves. so.
1: But see, this is also why we bounce off each other so well, Smitty. You do the you do the chondros, I do the carpets. You do the you do the rhinos. I'll stick with the barons. For the yeah. record,
0: I also was like, "You want this male Barons for real?" Because he's been talking about it since I got yeah. it. Like, man, I really want a baron. He's like,
1: "No, I'm good." Well, like, that's, a, that's <laughs> only because I've already committed to a pair from Keller, and oh, the last thing I need is a lone. Bitch. Is an extra male. That's a year you might need older. that extra
2: male. It always it's always when you buy yeah. the pairs that the male is a shitty ass breeder.
1: Yeah, yeah, and always. You're probably you're probably right, but it's I'm a, I'm okay with it. I'm comfortable with it now. If I wasn't getting the pair from Keller, I would have said Dance hell card yeah. Is full. I would have said hell yeah, give it to me. But since I just literally <laughs> like two weeks ago, I committed to a pair from Keller. So I'm um, and I'm limited. I'm getting very limited on space as it is. So. I certainly don't need another snake that's going to get pretty freaking big. You all f- three of the thorn scrubs that are left. I'm considering <laughs> selling my adults as it is, so I don't. don't.
2: Know. I do lie though because Chris Coppell, he had two clutches of rhino rats. He fucked them both up. If he would have was if oh. he was successful, I may have got some from him. But Change yeah, of life. They're they're cool looking snakes. That's for sure. I don't yeah, know about changing my life though. No, That's yeah, the Amazons. No, they it, they touch my soul.
0: These rhinos will go a step beyond that. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what that is, but
1: <laughs> and based on but based on how you keep things, you know, with the ambient and stuff, it sounds like rhinos might be right up your alley, man. They they probably them, would. They they'd fit right in. So I need to figure out
2: I don't keep frogs anymore though. Don't, don't they eat tadpoles?
1: They will. I or mean, fish. they
0: will as babies. Yeah, that's just to kind of get them started. See, they're right up your alley too because babies are like a pain in the ass to get going. So Wizard they, they're, they're, they yeah. fall right in line, you're already getting lizards. They got the stuff.
2: Dominicans and the Chondros. <laughs> Oh, They're kicking my ass right now, yeah, man. The man. Dominicans. Yeah. I'm trying to get them on rodents so bad. I have yeah, so man. many people want to buy them, but I won't even like put prices on them until I know what's going on, yeah, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah, but see, so. that's another. That's another reason why barons are better because you can keep them in the same tent, and then they'll take rodents right off the rim. So,
2: yeah, that's that is an advantage.
0: I never see mine, so well,
1: that's because guess without you, all the uh,
0: time. No matter if it's a baby or one of the adults,
1: the rhinos. Yeah, but you're. I uh, uh, never mind. I'm not gonna. That's right. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say they're nothing, pretty what? bold like that. You're oh, no, yeah. you yeah, keep, but your nice. bar- your barons. Is a bit smaller, and he's in a pretty decent sized cage, and it's not nearly—it is not nearly as filled up as your rhino cages are.
0: False. Uh, You'll see, because uh, I just moved the small female into one of the bio gs, and it's like the same setup as the barons,
1: same size too.
0: Yep. Same and snake. home girl was cruising and checking out her new setup and everything. That barons, I saw him yesterday for the first time outside of his cork tube since I actually like took him out and handled him the other day. Like a week ago, so nah. Yeah, well. I'm start a new podcast called "Dip Sadids and Dip Shits," <laughs> and you can oh, be the, the main awesome. host of that one. I'll be the dip shit.
3: <laughs> <laughs> You and
0: you, oh, and, you and the craw daddy can sit there and pine over uh,
1: Barons all you want. Yeah, no, you dude. Still I have
2: python's, Jacob.
1: Um, I still have a it's complicated. Yeah, that's it's uh, complicated. That, that's, that's, <laughs> I like uh, Scrubs,
2: man, but damn, yeah, they're yeah, too much no. snake for me.
1: Yeah, I still have a lone Southern, but he's been—I I don't know what's going on with him, man. He hasn't been doing too hot, so mm. I, I've kind of dropped the ball on that with the scrub thing. So we're we'll yeah, see. Yeah, that's tough, man. Yeah, they're they're definitely um. I don't know. It just, he's not, he's not doing well in my room. He he really, he's really not. And that's pretty much the only reason I'm not pushing scrubs a little bit more is like, I really thought it would go well with the carpets, but like, for whatever reason, it just is not mashing
2: in my room. Sometimes that happens though, man. Like I really wanted to breed, I was breeding dart frogs and then I had to move them into my snake room and it just didn't work. Yeah, You know, sometimes Mm -hmm. like you just can't keep, a species in the room for whatever reason you know they yeah. just don't like it. it's too dry too hot too cold
1: yeah and whatever. i couldn't tell you why i did everything under the sun to try and make sure he was good but he is just not he's not thriving he's not shedding right you know eating his hit or miss and you know i was always told you know treat him like a carpet just a little bit more arboreal and that's what i did and like more it's hatred just, yeah way more yeah. hatred good god um, but he's just not not doing well. So I'm trying to figure out you know what I'm gonna do with him. He's kind of just hanging out in the room at the moment. So what, um, what dart frogs were you keeping?
2: Well, I was breeding the uh powder blues and the cobalts, the oh, tinks. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I really like the tinks, the big frogs, you know. I, I never had, had some, any, I um, always
0: wanted some. Powder blues, especially. Like I think powder blues are probably one of my favorite. Dude, phones. my
2: powder blues, I set them up in this uh it was like a paludarium kind of thing, you know, but it just had like a pond and they would just breed all the time. They were so prolific for me. You know, I was like giving them away at the end, you know.
0: Yeah, That's how my vitatus were.
2: Yeah, But it was no cool to see them go through their changes and stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I really mm-hmm. wanted to breed the azurias, but I never I kept them. I kept the mints, but I never bred those two species. So
0: mm-hmm. apparently mints are getting really hard to find right now from what I've heard through the
2: well, I'm Mine's also fortunate fine. because uh, up here he's not known anymore. Uh, but Darren Meyer used to be one of the biggest dart frog breeders up here in the Northwest. Hmm. So, like, he bred—he's bred so many species. He still has mints that are by—they're piebalds. They're like green and oh, yellow, right. or green and orange. Yeah, hmm. and a lot of he—he he was deep into it. He was just like this old hippie dude with dreads. Um, but yeah, I mean, now he just focuses on like carnivorous plants. That's his thing, but he does breed some of the frogs here and there, but I was always mm-hmm. fortunate, you know, a lot of the, the big guys that they're up here. So,
1: yeah,
0: it's odd that you get those pockets like Maryland mm-hmm. has like a lot of the condor guys and Texas just odd that you get these weird, mm-hmm.
2: not very many condor guys there. up here, you know? Yeah, not very many.
0: Yeah.
2: No, um, Mark Goyer, Ryan Young, but he's in Idaho. Uh, Sandra DePentro was here for a while. We got Jay, um, Tucker from Purple Rain. You mm-hmm. know, he's breeding stuff. Um, yeah, Jay Taylor. He had a couple, one or two clutches. He's done some Southern White Lips too. Nice. So it's just kind of sporadic, you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, and Julian Garcia. He he is an old school chondro breeder up here, but he's he got back into it too, and I've been in in contact with him. Yeah, so nice.
1: that we're just yeah, uh, Peter, we're, we're just down here where like the reptile scene is like not good. <laughs>
3: like, Do you really?
0: Any, any designer stuff chondro wise?
2: Nope, nope. Everything is just mixed heritage or locality. Yep i never really jumped into that you know i was yeah. just like you can do that yourself if you just
0: if, the time, if you just yeah. line
2: breed yourself you know like you mm-hmm. can do that it's just going to take you longer yeah
0: right. um
2: and that's where everyone else came from so i i, I think I'm, it's like, honestly, I said, like
0: more fun that way though like yeah. when you have stuff Make like your, your own. when you have one well, hey, i'm not a trendsetter like you stuff. know
2: like or, I'm not into all the trends, so I just kind of do my own thing. Like, everyone's like, oh, designers, they have to be blue or black. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't think so. You know, like, I like and the high yellow, grand, stuff, I, don't, to be honest. I don't
0: want it. Yeah,
2: yeah. No. but I mean, with the Jayapuras, I'm probably gonna get some blue stuff out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's
0: about, like, yeah, and I mean, Womena well, is one of those localities where you, you pair it into stuff, mm-hmm. and it just does some, it's like Biak. it just throws weird monkey wrenches into the mix and makes yeah. some really interesting yeah I mean
2: that's what I did when I first got into the chondras again I just bought all females just you know I got Jayapura females I got BAC females got Aru females so that I have choices and I can outcross my Jayapuras you know and and that's people don't realize like the animals that you first buy that's not necessarily your breeding stock you know your breeding stock comes from those Mm -hmm. and that's that's where you start okay this is the direction I'm gonna go this is the direction I'm gonna go you know and that's kind of where I've just, I had to restart all that, but it's, it's fun and interesting to get back into it. I, I like, I, I love hobbies like this.
3: Yeah, man.
1: For sure. Well, we are at that over two hour mark. Is there any, any other, quick. any other defining questions or points you want to make Smitty before we wrap this sucker up? We touch about everything
3: yeah (laughs) yeah well uh, i've
2: had a a little bit everything i've even kept like saltwater reef tanks and planted fish tanks i i like all this kind of stuff man but snakes is like my passion
3: yeah
1: i i i'm a low key like i don't keep any fish i used to when i was in texas kind of got into the fish thing for a while so like when you brought that up i was like ooh, we might have to talk about that for a minute but yeah. yeah no the
2: saltwater the reef place. stuff i was like addicted to coral like high-end oh, yeah. corals oh, yeah. and i did that for like three years in between being in reptiles and it just didn't yeah. it didn't fill the place in my heart that void in my yeah. heart that reptiles did you know
3: <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so i, I sold
1: everything yeah. and got back into reptiles yeah for sure man that's a man the fish hobby is just freaking that That the whole side of the oh whole yeah i can go of off reasons. on that too Yeah. You know, I never got into salt water stuff. I kept, you know, some fresh water stuff and, you know, for a little while and did some tanks, but, um, you know, that's, that's neither here nor there. Fish, fish are too much work for me. I don't have time for that. (laughs) I know. I told myself I'd never do another water
2: change and I just put a 75 in my dining room wall. So.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, that's awesome. But hey, man, yeah. if uh, if anybody wants to find you or contact you and pick your brain about stuff, where can, where can they do so?
2: Instagram, man. If you guys just go on Instagram and type in uh, my full name, which is Randall Piggies. You know, Smitty's got yeah. my name down <laughs> on the screen here. I
0: but Randy Piggies I is what up I go Randy by. Randy on it first, and this random dude popped up. It wasn't yeah, you. I was, I was like, like, who, who the heck is, is that?
2: Yes. Yeah, no, you got to look up my full name on Instagram. Uh, on Facebook uh, is more of like, family and personal stuff so if you add me i I, unless i know you you know i'm probably gonna ignore the i have like a collection of people trying to add me (laughs) on facebook but instagram is where you could find me and i love chatting snakes and reptiles all that stuff fish whatever
1: awesome man just not construction no i'm just kidding (laughs) 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 i'll just leave that out of it that's that's real life bullshit (laughs) But uh well man thank you so no, much. For they, thanks on. for having me on guys. I appreciate yeah, it. It was man. fun. Yeah, this has been a great episode, packed full information, no awkward pauses in the middle of it. So that's always a always a good you know, thing. Made it awkward. Yeah. Yeah, huh? yeah.
2: I like to
0: talk
1: about snakes. Yeah man, this has been a great episode, a lot of fun, a lot of good information. So uh, and
0: it was brought to you by blackboxcages.com. Yes sir. Check them out. If you need a cage, you need a rack, hit them up. Don't be whacked. Uh, get stacked yep and then get some hot sauce while you're at it yep. stevesnakesuary.com order you some it's for a good cause so hot it'll make you pause
1: I still have so I'll throw it out there now I'll I'll send somebody whenever I produce some carpets I'll send somebody a carpet if they send me if they post a video of them licking St- stevesnakesuary hot sauce off a black box rack or cage <laughs> 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 a dirty Boy. one Sure, (laughs) not clean,
0: dirtier the better.
3: (laughs) Uh, They're right,
1: authentic, yeah. Well, everyone, all right, guys. Well, you have a good night, good day. Yeah, I'll see y'all later. Yeah,
2: thank y'all. It's only seven here, so I still got night. I'll see you guys later.
1: (laughs) Thanks, man. Bye.